0: The Muffin Man is seated at the table in the laboratory of the Utility Muffin Research Kitchen. Reaching for an oversized chrome spoon, he gathers an intimate quantity of dried muffin remnants and brushing his scapular aside, proceeds to dump these inside of his shirt. He turns to us and speaks. Some people like cupcakes better. I, for one, care less for them. Arrogantly twisting the sterile canvas snoot of a fully charged icing anointment utensil, he puts forth a quarter ounce green rosette. (laughs) Let's try that again. He puts forth a quarter ounce green rosette near the summit of a dense but radiant muffin of his own design. Later, he says, some people, some people, <laughs> like cupcakes exclusively. While myself, I say there is not, nor ought there be, nothing so exalted on the face of God's gray earth as that prince of foods, the muffin. Girl, you thought it was a man, but it was a muffin. He hung around till you found that it. Hello
1: everybody and welcome back to the Ginger Talks podcast. My name is Ginger Snaps and uh, joining me, my good friend, Druid. How the hell are you tonight, buddy?
2: You know, there's a lot of space in the room tonight. And uh, not that I don't love all our wonderful guests, the colorful characters that make up the Ginger Talks Rogue's gallery. But isn't it, isn't it just nice to take a breath? And go back to where it all started, especially on this season two, episode ten. Who right. thought we'd get here? Who
1: thought we'd get here? God, twenty official episodes and two bonus episodes. Twenty-two episodes total.
2: And then there's the there's a twenty-third Patreon epi- episode. We're yeah. coming up to t- like you know twenty-five fucking recordings soon.
1: Yeah, it- which. Fuck, like, uh, did you think this would get past the f- season one? Do I went into it with no expectations. And, like, I'm super fucking proud of where it's at. Like... I mean, yeah. I mean... It's kicking. The, and the amount of things that, like, have changed and we've gone through and the different, like, things in our lives that have just, like... Changed yeah. from when we started, like, <laughs> to think about it's that's you, fucking kind of crazy. And I, uh, like, that just kind of, like, hit me suddenly. <laughs> oh, God.
2: <laughs> Do you know, uh the thing that hit me today, uh as we've sat down to record, was I, it, I'm sitting in, you know, dru- Druid's Palace, <laughs> as ever, Uh you know, my labyrinth of fucking detritus, um, and I noticed that I was sitting there and I was, was feeling hot. I was feeling really not in the like a dirty way, but in a temperature <laughs> way. And <laughs> right, and and it dawned do- well, and the reason I say it, it dawned on me that I haven't felt hot, too hot to the point where I've had to like open the fucking windows since like, like episode one. Oh my god! <laughs> so let that sit for a minute, which just goes to show, like that the seasons have turned. Yeah. Before you know it, this this shit will have been going for a, a whole year. Yeah. Like we're not there, but we're not far.
1: I do. No, we're only we're a few months away from that because we started this around my one year anniversary on Twitch.
2: So I want to say it was August. It was. So. You know that that is wild. Here we are in the wonderful month of May, Um just seizing all the fruitful opportunities that the that this time of year gives us. And uh just a big shout out to you, the listeners. You, you you're still here, which I I there's more of you here than when we we started, which is a guess at how it's meant to go. Right. And I I don't want to talk about this for too long because I feel that like, like we've been doing the old ceremonial pat on the back. Right. At the at the beginning of every episode, to everyone, all the time, and I don't want to repeat myself too much, but goddamn, like I, I didn't think it would grow—not
1: <laughs> the way that it has. Like, holy yeah, shit, dude! I, think,
2: I mean, and this is a great opportunity to just remind you that if you want to help us grow, then um, you know we've got we've got ways you can do that now. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we've we've officially begun the long process of selling out. Yes which is great. You know, we're not, we're a podcast, not a punk band, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, Ginger and the Talks. <laughs> Fuck, man, Ginger yeah. and the Talks. <laughs> Ginger in the Hey, I'm Ginger and these are the Talks. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like the head bitch. I'm like the <laughs> Samuel Samuel L. Janks Jack. Send in Django Unchained. Oh
1: at my the god! Front with my
2: like, that's I don't know. If that's too blue. <laughs> <laughs> and but you know, I trust our audience knows it comes from a good place.
1: Oh yeah.
2: Well, it's uh, so I'm not editing, <laughs> even though it's unusable content. It's not getting edited out. Just in the spirit of the growth of the podcast, right? Unless Please. unless someone out there decides to sever us now <laughs> because <of> I've <this laughs> said that. In fact, I'm going to edit this whole thing out. Don't
1: worry. (laughs) So we are uh, just under three months away from doing this. We've been doing this for officially nine months. I just looked.
2: Yeah, the podcast
1: baby has been born. Dude, that's, like, fucking wild to me. Like, And I know we talk about this shit all the time, but you have, like the the listeners who are part of the twitch community like know how much things can change in 9 months
2: yeah which is why the fact that this thing has been such a constant in that time is just so crazy yeah like because you you know in streaming people in chat come and go all the time you know and mm-hmm. it's nothing on them situations change Right. Uh, if you was to say to me when we started the podcast, "Hey, buddy, you're gonna be here in a, almost a year's time," I would have been like, "What? Uh, what?" Right. Like you know, uh, you're willing to talk to me for that long. I right. can't believe
0: it. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like it's just one of those things where it's like you know, even though shit changes, there's still constants with stuff like you know, you, you know, God forbid you don't wake up one day, but you know, you wake up every day and there are things that are consistent. Like with the way my bedroom is set up, I get off my bed on the same side every day. I pick up my glasses from the same spot every day, but like shit is constantly fluctuating and changing. And the fact that there's a constant for like that, this has been a constant. Yeah. We took our, our break you know for me to move and get settled and then you know that charity month was crazy and the holidays and everything like cuz even then the the fucking podcast was growing even when we weren't putting shit out which fucking blew my mind
2: <laughs> yeah absolutely and it, it, you can it was actually the point where shit just started going a lot faster was when we stopped
1: yeah, Which I
2: don't. I do not understand it. Was that? Was that how long it took everyone to actually get through those fucking three-hour episodes? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> you know a car journey here, a car journey there, and by the time by the time you've made it from Albany, New York, to Seattle, you've heard that
1: I want to shit out clean plates. Right. <laughs> well, that's I so. Uh, For those listeners who aren't around my Twitch community, uh, over the weekend, my brother found out about the podcast.
2: Yeah, which is, like, (laughs) coming out out all over again.
1: Yeah, dude, like, because I haven't told my family. uh, Like, they know that I stream, and they know that I upload to YouTube, and, you know, that I do all these things. But the podcast was the one thing that I kept, like... Separate. Like, my little sister knew, but my little sister is not going to listen to this podcast, because if she does, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. like, we, like, I just didn't talk to my family about it. And so I said something about having my brother on, and he goes, well, you have a podcast? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> so this Whoa. is a thing. <laughs> um, yeah
2: yeah so I've told my my family have known since day one, but I refuse to tell them what it's called so <laughs> I have no I let's find it I don't want them hearing any of this
1: right my brother will get it though because like
2: yeah that and that's cool I don't have a brother, so it's literally I don't want my dad listening
1: right do my dad would be like ah I'm finally i I knew this was in there somewhere, but uh I didn't know where it was. <laughs> Like, my dad would, like, he'd be like, you yeah. never tell me these stories. And, like, because, dad, yeah. it's fucking weird, man.
2: Yeah, yeah, you don't need to know this. Um, <laughs> pretty sure I told, told the story about how I lost my virginity in one of the episodes. So, yeah. Right.
1: <laughs> like, so, it's, you know, my, but my brother, he's, he's a cool dude. Like, he would fit into yeah. any uh, like, part yeah. of... Any of this super well So
2: and I can't wait to speak to him I think the big changing point for me was uh, I know that my friends Kind of knew about the podcast You know So like Kind of socially And I noticed a big shift where Last Last weekend uh, We were all out having drinks and stuff And I noticed that everyone has started calling me dread Oh no In, in real life Oh no <laughs> So that's You know That's a big adjustment
1: holy
2: so shit like, uh, yeah so like hey drew do you want to get get me a beer and i'm like going fuck you guys <laughs> oh my god dude Drew, do you get, hey drew will have something funny to say oh god and I, <laughs> and i'm like uh bro i you know, i'm like you know if you want to hear me crack wise guys you gotta subscribe to the patreon Right. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's it. That's the only way. I, you know, I was like, there's no more funnies from a uh, Mike ball anymore. You've got to pay <laughs> to get your time with the dread.
1: <laughs> well, that's, you know, in talking to like, so I was in California uh, two weeks ago for work and I had to wear a name tag and there were 2,500 people at this conference and we saw maybe a 10th of them at our booth. And like, I'm used to hearing my boss say my, say my actual name and like, that's fine. Um, but strangers going, Oh, hello. And using my, like using Amanda, like it was just so weird because, and everybody from stream, they're like, we don't, like it your name feels so like your your actual name feels so weird and so foreign like it doesn't fit and yeah, that, that was right. either the most ingenious or the dumbest thing that I did when I chose my screen name because now like I'm so used to people calling me ginger or gingy like
2: yeah Right. But then you've got to be glad that you've not, you've went for ginger, which sounds like it could be your name.
1: Right. And you're not,
2: right. you're not like dragon forest. <laughs>
1: right.
2: Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Dra- dragon, why is everyone calling you Manda?
1: Right. Like you it, it's,
2: hey, it's... what's up with that dragon? And like, you know, that, and let's, let's be honest, like Druid kind of has that vibe. <laughs> right. And... But then at least it has this kind of connotation that it's like some kind of pot smoking
1: wizard right which i mean so not super just, far off i just uh, wow well, yeah i've never smoked
2: I, I i'm still trying to i'm still trying to cast my weed smoking spell <laughs> um, so, so stay stay tuned for further episodes to hear my uh, progress on that
1: right but <laughs>
2: <laughs> like i've just got i've just got like an empty bong and a load of runes laid out
1: <laughs> just the cleanest bong water ever
2: yeah yeah it's just like yeah it's like ho- it's, it's got holy water in it <laughs> yeah, like... oh, it's, it's still nothing there no yeah, you're like shit Shit, dude, I must be so stoned because I'm expecting more weed to turn up when I'm casting on the runes. <laughs> you, yeah. know, uh, you know, another little window into our lives, and th- that's what this episode is going to be like, back to just a little window into, into your favourite podcast creators right here.
0: Um, right,
1: yeah.
2: Because we know that, you know, you don't listen to any others if you listen to this one, uh, because there's... I don't honestly know if you listen to this podcast every episode, I don't understand how you'd have the time to listen to anything else. (laughs) (laughs) You've heard like no, you've heard no albums in the last two years.
1: Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's, I was talking to uh, a future guest and I was like, yeah, I mean, We've had recordings where we've been hanging out and talking for like five hours, but we never, when we started this podcast, it was literally supposed to be an hour from open to close. And yeah. now yeah. it's just fucking, I look at the recording time and I'm just like, oh boy.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. And I'm thinking like, and I get that file and I put it into my audio editing software and I'm like, bro how am I going to get four hours down to like an acceptable listening time? Right. It's like impossible. And, 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 and really it will come at the cost of cutting out so, so, so many moments, but right. you know, and this is something I was going to mention to you before the, before we started recording, but you know, you, I'm, I'm trying to argue for the importance of each minute that stays in the podcast and then do that, completely without irony after just yesterday posting an episode that had an hour long conversation about different pizza chains. Right. No
1: (laughs) fucking figure. Right. I mean, it's just the, and like explaining the, the podcast to people who have never listened to it or they're, that's their first time hearing about it. Like trying to explain it to my brother. I was like, So we have people on from, like, the Twitch community, and we've started having some of, like, Druid's, you know, friends on, and it, it, like, it always starts with kind of, like, a little bit of, like, shop talk, but then we just end up talking about fucking whatever we want, like, whatever comes up.
2: Yeah, it's the part about nothing, that's for sure. Um, Like... But everything at the same time. It's... And, and, you you know... (sighs) It's fucking,
1: you You know,
2: we we just, like, look, you guys listening have our information. You right. know, if you listen to the pod, even if you're not part of the Discord community, you know, I'm sure that you'd be able to find some kind of contact information for us. If you think that this shit needs to be shorter, just fucking please tell
1: us. Because yeah. we, we haven't
2: got a clue if you're listening to the whole thing or what you're doing.
1: Well, and it's so funny because I got a text message from one of our patrons. uh, Because I said in, not the episode that just went up, but the episode before that, that I, I couldn't remember what my mundane superpower was from the very first fucking episode.
2: Right. Yeah. And then they fucking know what it is. And
1: just fucking just like, hey, just wanted to let you know, you couldn't remember? This is what it was. And I'm like... Did you go back and listen to it? Or did you just fucking know? Because I can't fucking remember that shit. Because Yeah, we- and I, I, like, come on. <laughs> I mean,
2: well, we've we've had so m- so We've heard about so many, like, fucking mundane superpowers since then.
1: Right. Well, I mean, it,
2: I, kn- I know I changed mine. I can't remember what I changed mine to. I sure as fuck remember the original one. <laughs> right.
1: Well, and it's funny because our... <laughs> I just realized that all of our patrons are people who either have my personal cell phone number or have me on like a personal social media, but I met them through Twitch or through work. And right. yeah. like, I, like that, the realization of just like, we have people who are just like, no, we like what you do. And even though we can just be like, Hey, you did great. Like, Here's a Patreon. Yeah,
2: yeah. and hey, can can I just say the fact that you've said that I'm like people that know me personally don't be afraid. Right. <laughs> to right. throw your hat in the money ring.
1: Throw throw uh, throw some love to that merch and and that Patreon because like <clears throat> we've had a point with all of this where like I like I've spent money not, like, on just making things go. Like, we have a website that I have to upkeep. Like, I maintain it. I don't pay someone to do it, but I have to pay to maintain it and have it. Like Yeah, absolutely. You know, stuff for our merch shop and even just uploading the episodes. Like, I mean, I would have been fine paying for it out of my pocket. But, um, like, um like, it's nice to, to recoup those costs. And the fact that people were excited about fucking merch is dope.
2: Yeah. Like, I, you know, I can't wait to see legions of people uh, walking the streets with our faces on their backs. Dude. Because uh, that
1: day is coming. Dude, when <laughs> I was in California... So, I went to California for work, and it was an after-school conference for teachers, and we were... I was doing my day job, and... This teacher looked really skeptical when I said, you know, we've we've professionally edited, we're using professional equipment to make all these videos and stuff. Looked at me really skeptically and I said, I'm a content creator outside of this. Who, like, this is my profession outside of this. Um, and he was like, you look familiar and you sound familiar. What do you, like you said you're a streamer? And I said, yeah. And he goes, do you have a podcast? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, what's your screen name again? And I said, it, and he goes, you know, I've seen your name around. And I was like, wait, what? So I actually got (laughs) fucking recognized in public. Very like, like you're familiar. Do I know you? And like through, through that conversation, the dude was just like, oh yeah, no, I know who you are. Like I've seen you around and I'm like, Fuck! Oh God, no!
2: Yeah, and it's like, oh wow. Well, maybe we should knock these down to an hour and uh, get sponsored <laughs> by Raid Shadow Legends and bring <laughs> that guy. Well, it so, you know, do you know what's funny is I've realised that that joke's fucking old. Now they don't even really graph that hard on that shit anymore.
1: Oh, they do. So they-, they still oh, do. Oh,
2: I don't see them anymore. Did I like get? Did I get banned from the fucking brain trust When we did the episode we run it?
1: No 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 so they come around in waves So <sighs> Raid has cycled through And they're taking a break On their cycle of fucking Sponsoring right. And like Because the new ad for them Is they've hired Smaller time creators To record video promos That they play in their ads Right right and so you still get people who are sponsored and like your typical like hey guys if you sign up for Raid Shadow Legends and play to level ten, uh you get, yeah. you know, ten dollars <laughs> in free gold and you get an epic champion and I make fifty dollars. <laughs> like Yeah,
2: yeah, like I can't wait to see Mysterious Boner two two favorite champion. <laughs> right. Like yeah, uh, and you you know we all know that you're lying about your favorite champion because they're targeting (laughs) gamers with the the game least fucking uh, geared towards people that like gaming ever. Right? It's not fucking Baldur's Gate, is it?
1: No, like, and that's the thing is, (laughs) I did uh, I signed up for Raid Shadow Legends to support a creator who was in a car accident with a semi car was totaled, had a few Dr. Bills. He's a full-time content creator. So like he pays for his insurance out of pocket. Like he pays for all of these things, you know, he's a business owner technically.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, uh, so when him and his wife were in this car accident and their car was totaled, they had one car. So like they're both full-time content creators. Like that's, not, it's it's a, it's not an easy job. So he signed up for Raid Shadow Legend as a sponsorship through them. And he said, you know, and I bought, uh, I bought an Oculus VR set, but I bought the wrong one. So I bought the right one, but I couldn't return the one that I bought. They wouldn't take it back because I had unsealed the packaging so, I'm gonna give it away and I'm gonna give away everything you need to use it on stream or make YouTube videos with it. I'm I bought I s- spent the extra money to get the extra stuff. So, if you sign up for raid and we hit this certain threshold, I'm gonna give it away to someone and it has to be in the States. Like, went through this whole big rigmarole, but I was more like now, Wade, let me support you because your car got totaled, your yeah. house was half destroyed by faulty plumbing. like, let me do do something nice for you, wade <laughs> can, can I just uh you know and <laughs> just to
2: just to finally quash any idea that they're gonna sponsor us in the future because this, this it's not happening enough for this statement, but um, you know, look at the links he had to go through to actually download that fucking app.
1: Dude, it was brutal. <laughs> he, had to, he,
2: had to, he had to, like, basically have a like a life changing fucking catastrophe to happen to him, and only then yeah. did he agree to uh, assign his favorite champion Ragnar you- to the front line.
1: Well, and it's so funny because he actually he's like, no, I actually play raid like when I'm at the really? airport or when I'm in the bathroom, but I like because. The thing is, is like so when Raid gave me the cookie cutter, you know, we'd love to sponsor you pitch that I got. It was the most I could have made was five hundred dollars, and I'm like, bro, I am not selling out to Raid Shadow Legends unless it is minimum yeah, four right. figures. Um, like,
2: <laughs> can we? Can we? All right, I'll. All right, here's here's a podcast promise. Uh, the first of many to come of no doubt a podcast promise that's going to be like a new it's <laughs> <laughs> like, like a like an Opie and Anthony style like fucking corner of its own it's right. a podcast promise right <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah cue like n- news anchor music I, I pledge to the listeners at home if we can uh, if we can get a Raid Shadow Legends uh, sponsorship I will, on a live stream of your choosing, uh, I will promote Raid and pretend that I thought it was uh, the fucking, like, bug spray the whole time. (laughs) 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 And that is another podcast promise. (laughs) And I'll just, like, I'll, like, walk around saying, like, I... I'm always leveling up my favorite champion, my begonias, and spraying like Raid on it.
1: Yes.
2: And now my plants are dead because it's for indoor use only. Well, it's uh, like- so that's that's my podcast promise. I I, I will uh, I'll go through the rigmarole of contacting Raid and getting that sponsorship in. All you gotta do is let me know that that's something you want to do. I don't think it would get that far.
1: No, well, <laughs> and, but,
2: but it's a nice idea, isn't
1: it? Well, do and the you know what sponsorship is like at least like as a musician, like fucking sponsorship as a streamer. If you're not some like top tier creator who has like tons of fucking following already, like the money that's available for sponsorships is is dog shit like it's so bad but
2: yeah it, i mean it's the same for musicians obviously like, i mean i told this story on the part about that tour we went on where there just was a surplus of vitamin water right right and we and I had to drink this fucking awful electrolytes for <laughs> a, like, a whole week you're like, mmm, isn't it delicious? It was like something off arrested development.
1: Right.
2: Where I was like, I I felt like I was looking at uh, like a camera, I was fourth wall breaking in my own life. I I was like questioning myself. I was like, it doesn't even get you drunk. Right. <laughs> I'm like, it's good for your body. Now watch us drink and smoke weed and play metal music.
1: I'm see, and like because I'm curious, I'm looking right now at my fucking sponsorship opportunities that, like, the the ones that I've turned down. So, like, I declined, I've declined Raid Shadow Legends three times. You're now
2: my favorite champion.
1: Like, I've declined them three times, and then Vikings, War of Clans, it yeah. I declined that. But here's the thing is they're all all of them are under seven hundred and fifty dollars. And as yeah. much as I would love an extra seven hundred and fifty dollars, I'm not like <laughs> like yeah. sorry, fam. Like
2: all right, so yeah, you're in the Jerry Maguire podcast. Show me the money. Fucking I won't I won't step for less than seven hundred and fifty dollars. At least we know we now know your price live on air.
1: Right. Well that's so I did fucking I so the one sponsorship I've taken that wasn't like a one-off thing was I did that month of HelloFresh sponsorship.
0: Right. Okay.
1: That HelloFresh money literally paid for the extra shit that I did in California. Like, cause I met up with some, you know, streamer friends, and you know, friend of the podcast Chew Toy. Like, I went and I met with Chewy, and we got breakfast, and like, it also paid for like shit that I needed for stream, like. But that, like, I took that HelloFresh money and I put it right back into stream, like. I understand people taking a sponsorship because it's like, hey, my dog went into the emergency vet and I can't afford it right now. So I took a Raid Shadow Legend sponsorship. It's like, I get it. Yeah. But I'm also like, nah fam, I've got Pokemon cards that I'll sell that are worth more than a fucking Raid Shadow Legend sponsorship.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I will take that. I'll take your money, whoever you are. Right. Uh, I, do, I don't I do come at a high
1: price.
2: Um, <laughs> you know, give me $750 and I'll play Simpsons Tapped Out for
1: 24 hours. I mean... Like,
2: you know,
1: why not? I mean, I've played Simpsons Tapped Out, so fuck it, man. <laughs> but it's I mean, just... Yeah, well, what a genius content. <laughs> Let's bring
2: uh, Farmville to Springfield.
1: Oh, because you just... What you've done is you've... Uh, tapped on a different group of of people. Oh I, yeah, that's like, true.
2: But Well well, right, Shadow Legends is the fucking, you know, beards and helmet crowd, so right Simpsons, Simpson's tapped out, I'm pretty sure that's just like my aunt. Right. It's like, oh
1: hey droid I got the I got the sideshow bob there.
2: He's hanging <laughs> outside Moe's Tavern. Right. Like, that's <laughs> oh wow. Hey, good hey, like like to see you, really? Homer. Right? Uh,
1: yeah, okay. Alright,
2: that's pretty cool. If I if I press him, he, he tells me to stop touching. <laughs> hey, buzz off!
1: <laughs> buzz off, Homer! Dude, well, and it's so funny because, um... It, it cracks me up because I think... You know, we talked uh a few weeks back about the the charity event. And, like, you, yeah. th- you threw out an incentive... Uh, and oh, I was yeah. I was sitting here and I was thinking about it, and I was like, "Well, wait a minute. We're gonna we're we're alarmingly close to that number, and I don't think you realize. Like neither one of us kind of like expected and or realized.
2: Oh <laughs> uh, wait. Right, so what you're saying is that that shit looks like it's gonna happen.
1: It, it might it might happen now. If it does happen, we can take care of it when I'm there visiting. <laughs>
2: Okay, yeah, that makes sense because you can just see how badly it would go <laughs> otherwise, right? Because you'll uh, be on a
1: Discord call with me and then I'll just hear, oh fuck off. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I get that. But I'll be, t- I'll be I'll be taken off before like I've started, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> so but I mean like it's it's one of those things where like my brother was like, no, streaming is fucking hard, dude. Like I have to be entertaining for the amount of time that I'm on that stage. Your stage is multiple hours.
2: Yeah. Right. Uh, like, and I, you know, you see how much work goes into it. it's like you know, the new like it's you've gotta be so driven and and constant with it, right? And yeah. you've got to be regular with your schedule. You know, we talk about it a whole bunch and, he, you know, hence why it's something I say, like, I would never do it consistently. Yeah. I, in fact, I would never do it ever.
0: <laughs>
2: uh, I, I thought I would be able to stick to that promise, but I've been burnt before right. making promises for pie-in-the-sky ideas. And I did remember, I mean, what, should we just let the cat out of the bag? Yeah. Uh, so... I've agreed, uh, what's the dollar In fact, you you tell the
1: world So it's I'm
2: dirty
1: So uh, Listeners Who are listening to this right when it comes out One of the stretch goals For the, for the charity Stream that I'm doing in the month of May um, Is that At $3,000 Druid will do a live stream where he plays An old game Yeah and, uh,
2: exhale just hearing that. Right. right. Cause, cause now we, cause it's official now, right? Right.
1: Well, so at time of recording, we're at a little over a thousand dollars. Um, so we've got 2000 to go, but I had, uh, an anonymous benefactor reach out and say that he would match, everything from five hundred to fifteen hundred. So if we hit fifteen hundred dollars, that's actually twenty five hundred.
2: Okay. All right. So I'm just hearing now that the you know the tech the tech wizards in San Francisco with too much money on their hands are fucking me again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so because the last time uh, I came last time Druid like I, I went to Druid with a charity incentive idea or something like that it was at $10,000 we would do an in-person podcast recording. And that's that's going to happen. I just have to get my shit together and (laughs) get my car paid off so I can get my passport and then buy a plane ticket.
2: Yeah, and by, by the way, I would hope that people would understand that it would take a while to fucking sort that out. Oh, yeah. So,
1: I mean, we were like you know, pie in the sky. Oh, if we hit $10,000, cool. Well, maybe we'll hit, you know, if we hit $10,000 and then fucking people went crazy that last week and we hit, cause I remember messaging you and going, well, we hit 10 (laughs) K and you just like, just replying back. I don't, I, I don't, Know what to say to this, uh, yeah. and then uh, like three days later, I get a message back. I still don't know what to say to this.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, what do you say?
1: Right, what do
2: you say? I mean, like you know, that's very real, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, uh, not that, not that you know. I'm not running at the altar. Don't worry, guys. I'll, <laughs> we'll make good. We'll make good on that. Um, and yeah. if this if this goes through, which it's looking increasingly like it will, uh, <laughs> then. Oh, we will make
1: good on that as well. Yeah. it's, And I think I put one of the other stretch incentives. I don't remember what the dollar amount is. Um, or one of the ideas of a stretch incentive. Because, like, I'm planned out to a certain dollar amount. But I don't know if it's something actually doable. Oh, no. the The highest incentive I have planned is that I do, like a stream of some kind while I'm there.
2: Okay, yeah.
1: So, like it's that is one of the stretchiest of stretch incentives. So, yeah. like I mean we're fucking <laughs> we
2: well, you know, we're rapping on the door and I you know don't expect a lot from me streaming. I mean, I'm good at long-form chat. I don't know what it would be like if I was just on my own up there. <laughs> so you don't I mean, unfiltered and not no one holding me back. Right. You know, as I say, it could last about like five minutes.
1: Right. Before I get pulled right. down, I'd like.
2: I think that's a real. And if that were to happen, I would, like we would do something to make up for it. I'm sure, but.
1: I just, it's one of those things that's just fucking crazy because I didn't like. We're doing. You know, the, the podcast has grown in a way that we never really kind of expected. And, like, the community isn't fucking around, like...
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, they put their money where their fucking mouths are. Well. Yeah. That's for sure.
1: Uh, it's just crazy. You know,
2: again, less speechless, actually. Right. Uh, and, and, you know... Because you go to me, you're, this, the goal on this one isn't as high. It's not as lofty. So I'm like, I can just say, oh, shit, it's not going to get there. It's not going to be pushed as hard. And then <laughs> you, realize think you would three, have
1: learned <laughs>
2: $3,000 is like minuscule now. Well,
1: so I, w- I looked and just charity events underneath my name on my account it has been $19,000. But then... I've been involved with events that are underneath other people's names, so other accounts, and when you add all that in, that's where you get the 25,000, like, that's
2: insane.
1: it's fucking wild, dude, like,
2: we're changing lives out oh, here, yeah.
1: we are, because that's the thing, like, I, dude, you want to know what the craziest fucking thing has been, though? <laughs> well,
2: To to regale me, because it's all sounding pretty fucking (laughs) bizarre to me right
1: now. Dude, so, fucking, since February, I've had three different charities reach out to me directly in my DMs, wanting me to raise money for them.
2: I mean, you know, we're not fucking Bono out here, but it's good to feel that, like... (laughs) Like... Feel that
1: charity heat. I was sitting at brunch with Chewy... And we're talking and just shooting the shit and I'm sitting in Southern California for the first time in my fucking life and my DMs on Twitter just start kind of going and I'm like what the fuck is happening and I look and it's one like influencer relations person from an organization that like I supported a smaller portion of their organization Right, and they were like, "I would love to know how you found out about uh, about us. What your connection is? Because almost anybody who raises money. There's a connection, and you know, I'd love to know." And I'm like, "Bruh, it's Friday before noon Pacific time, and I don't have a drink in my hand. Like, this is my one day <laughs> that I don't yeah. have to fucking think about work right now. I'm sitting in the sun and the breeze of Southern California." I don't want to fucking deal with this right now. But right. Beth, I am very glad that I got your DM. And I am excited to work together. But like, it's one of those things where like, I've gotten just cold emails from charities and yeah. DMs. Such, and a hard,
2: such a hard one. You can you know, to get that work-life balance, but then think, oh, I can't turn the charity down, right? Right.
1: And I, so the beth had reached out to me because she wanted to see if I would be willing to raise money for this is stroke awareness month in may and oh wow so i have um multiple members of my family who have had multiple strokes like my grandmother i watched her have a a mini stroke more than once in the living room of my house and had to hit the panic button so they just sent EMS without fucking calling us. Like shit. Um oh, I'm sorry. I mean, it that was part of like my childhood. And like I, I'm a stronger adult for it now. Like I'm I'm cool with it, like I understand. And it's like it's so hard to be all like, listen, I would love to support the stroke awareness thing, but I'm raising money right now for kids with cancer. So like <laughs> I have to politely decline for now, but I would love to work together in the future.
2: (laughs) Yeah, well, near and and dear to my heart. And know Mrs. Knowledge, uh, you know, I don't know what you should say, but uh, I can edit this out. Uh, Mrs. Knowledge had a stroke a few years ago. No shit. So near and dear to my heart, like, you know, anything that's... Because especially, like, strokes in the young, you just don't expect that shit. Yeah. To just raise awareness on what that can do to a young person's life, I think. Well, and and give them support, and you know, near and dear to my heart, I must say.
1: Yeah. I, so the, the organization that Beth works with that reached out to me is the American Heart Association. And I haven't really talked about this a whole lot and we can leave this in. I'm super comfortable with it. And I know my sister is too, but my nephew is less than a, less than two years old. Uh, right now and he was a week old when he had his heart surgery and so here we call them heart warriors and anybody who's had a heart surgery is is a heart warrior and there's a, a subsection of the American Heart Association called Mended Little Hearts and they have and that's focused on kids who have heart surgery and then they have Mended Hearts For adults who've had heart surgery. And when. As soon as Mended Little Hearts found out. That my sister. Had a baby. Who had to have heart surgery. They showed up to the hospital. With a bag of things. That she's going to need. To stay in the hospital. Things for her. Her husband. And the baby. And there were support groups. And they gave them. You know. Extra information. Outside of what the doctors gave. Like and they were super supportive. And so for my sister's birthday last year, we she was doing one of those Facebook fundraisers where you, you know, hey, donate to this cause for my birthday kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And I threw a donation in, you know, privately. And I was doing one of my paintings and I did it for I did a painting of her for her birthday. And I said, you know, Hey guys, it's kind of spur of the moment, but any money coming in today to me, whether it's private donations, bits, subs, whatever, that money will all go to my sister's fundraiser. And my sister had created a, she was day drunk and she created a Twitch account and popped into chat. And she was overwhelmed by the amount of support that my community was just like, no, this is, this is your nephew. And he's a, He's a a sweet bean, absolutely. you care about it here. take money and her her goal was five hundred bucks, and before I donated, it was at like one forty and so I bumped it up to two hundred with my donation. A couple other people threw some money in. She was at five hundred and like fifteen dollars by the end of the day.
2: you guys man
1: like oh, and, God. and so. February is, is, uh, like, you know, heart condition awareness month. And my dad had heart surgery. So, like, my, for me, like, am I going to support the American Heart Association? You bet your sweet fucking ass I'm going to because it's, it's a deep connection for me. I mean, we thought we were going to lose my nephew. They were lucky that they found out that he needed heart surgery or else he wouldn't. He wouldn't be able to use his legs. So, like, it was one of those things where it's, like, I feel like such a dick saying no, but I have to say no right now. And, like, this is just, fuck, like, oh, I feel so fucking guilty. <laughs> and it's, it's fucking wild, man. Like, having yeah, charities reach out like that.
2: And let's peer into the mind of a workaholic trying to say no to more fucking work,
1: right? Right. <laughs> because, I mean, if you listen to this podcast, you know I'm a fucking workaholic. I do so goddamn much. But, like, I I said no, and I was like, listen, and it's, it's just because I'm already committed to something else.
0: And she was like, yeah. no, no,
1: no, that's totally okay, I get it. And I was like, what like let's keep in touch and talk about things in the future. Um, because I will do.
2: Yeah. This is not closing the door. Right. And it's near and dear to so many people that, Oh yeah. I mean, come on.
1: Yeah. I mean, so it's, it's one of those things where it's just like, you know, there are people who, you know, Oh my God, I'm turning down sponsorships left, right and center. And I'm like, yeah I'm turning down charities left, right and center because I don't have enough time.
2: <laughs> like the super fucking Superman conundrum you've got here. like right? the, I can't save, I can't save them all.
1: oh God. yeah, I mean, and uh, it's just it's fucking wild, dude. but I treat raising money for charity the same way that I treat like a fucking taking a sponsorship from a company. <laughs> Yeah, like, right, yeah. Of let course. me but research they, they, your charity. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like,
2: you know, these things are run like businesses as well. I mean, yeah. there's no... And there are nefarious people out there that are willing to take money disingenuously.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, Dude, right, it's fucking wild, you know, man. Come on,
2: come on.
1: You know, you're doing the right thing. Yeah. So, it. it uh because i was i was actually talking to someone and they're like hey do you want to do this charity thing with me that i'm doing and i was like cool what organization are you working with and they told me and i was like <laughs> nah, fam and they're like wait what why and i was like do you understand the scam you just signed up for and they're like oh no <laughs> and i was like listen it's fine they do some good work with 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 you know x y and z but Nah fam, I ain't hooking up with
2: <laughs> Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah I'm in bed with the devil enough I'ma set this <laughs> one out fam
2: Oh dear
1: Oh my I'm in bed with the devil
2: Like Gene Simmons doesn't need the satisfaction
1: Right <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it's just been Like It's fucking wild It was cra- crazy time Yeah for sure. And also, uh, listeners, I apologize if I sound a little hoarse or if I cough at all. Um, I got back from California and I got the travel bug. And I was sick for a fucking week. Like, I was miserable. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I actually think you're sending back to the peak of powers.
1: Oh, thank God, because... Every once in a while, like, I feel my voice get a little scratchy, and I'm like, No, no, I had done so well. Mm. No,
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that death metal vocal coming in. And with Cannibal Corpse, Ginger Snap 67, dude, <laughs>
1: dude. <laughs> no, though, yeah,
2: you look at the Cannibal Corpse lyrics, it's just like, Thanks for the donation.
0: That's, that's, what what I, it that's what it was
1: fucking like on uh, cause I I streamed like I, I, I streamed while I was sick and I shouldn't have but I was fucking like yeah, hey you were,
2: yeah. <sighs> dude, 69 thanks for the follow
1: <laughs> right it was brutal yeah. fuck
2: you know <laughs> you know I, I, I think I came into that first stream back oh, off your trip uh huh. And I think I was, I was, so, I was under the influence enough to just you. You kept saying how bad you felt, and I was just like, "Hey, what's wrong with you?"
1: <laughs> nah, you were
2: like, fucking fucking asshole.
1: Nah, dude. You want to know what's really funny? Is a member of the community um, over the weekend had imbibed a little bit in uh, an herbal substance, and oh. <laughs> this is someone who was like there's too many people in your chat. I love your face. I'm dipping out. Like there's too many yeah. people talking. This is super weird. I like there's attention. tension. I don't like it. Was like, no, I'll fucking come on the podcast. Let's go. And I was like, <laughs> you really want to do that?
2: Yeah. Welcome to the big boys. Like, if anyone's like <laughs> mastered the art of being under the influence and being able to navigate a chat. It's this guy. Um, <laughs> I just, I just want to know how he cast that rune spell.
1: <laughs> he finally did it. He's done it. By God, I he's done it. it. <laughs> There's
2: sorcerer to the west. He has the answers you seek. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it it was so funny because she was trying really, really hard to to not be blunt about enjoying an herbal substance, and I was like oh what did you eat an edible and everyone's just like aren't you raising money for charity it's like listen
2: dude how do you know
1: <laughs> listen all right, right. <laughs> i streamed sick and i've said a fuck a lot tonight i think the charity is gonna chalk this stream up as a loss
2: <laughs> yeah and I, and I think also like the one thing everyone that imbibes in like a bit of punk now and again having common is that they can't shut up about the fact that they're doing punk Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, dude, I'm so, i like I feel so weird right now, and like oh, I bet you can't guess why. <laughs> and, like, yeah, right. and like, yeah, my kid, I picked up my kids from soccer, and they're like, "You're stoned again, Dad." <laughs> I'm calling mom. No, you don't have to do that. I got a a coupon for Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, God. I just sit there and eat the entire Chuck E. Cheese pizza (laughs) to (laughs) myself. I'm hungry, Dad. No way, no problemo. Por favor. And I'm like, give him a breadstick. (laughs) That Chuck E. Cheese dude's looking at me funny, man.
1: Yo, that big old fucking rat over there. I smell Uh. a rat. Takes me back to fucking, um, fuck, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, all the fucking rat yeah. jokes they made about Yeah, Splinter. yeah, and, and
2: like, and also like, it's like severely stoned, uh, fucking main characters.
1: Oh dude, Michelangelo Sorry. constantly fucking baked. Like, you can't yeah, like, tell me nothing.
2: <laughs> you know, he's he's fucking he's taking Shaggy out behind the bleachers and Shaggy's like throwing up.
1: Right. <laughs> like, Jinkies! You <laughs> don't know about this, Scoob!
0: Oh,
1: oh shit, Scoob! No, I've been smoked out again, Scoob! <laughs> Scoob. (laughs) Oh, fuck. I'm so high again. You're talking, Scoob. Oh, God.
2: (laughs) Oh, gee whiz, Scoob. I need another Scooby snack. (laughs) And that's how the whole cycle... Jankies! (laughs) And that's it. And that's how it goes. That's real life for you.
1: Oh, my God.
2: (laughs) This is what happens when you watch nothing but cartoons. uh, In the, and smoke weed throughout the most important developmental moments in your life.
1: I mean, you're not wrong. Uh, you ever heard Black Sabbath, dude? Ah, fucking tune down
2: and smoke up, am I right? Dude. Huh,
1: huh, listen like, here, dude. Dad,
2: you're 75 now. <laughs> Dad. It's like, Dad, you're 75 now. You need to shut up about that shit. It's like,
1: I was at Monsters of Rock 88. <laughs> I dude, I had to explain to my boss the Grateful Dead Bears. <laughs> we were... So, we were driving... Uh, her surrogate dad and my boss and I were all... uh We were on the way to the airport to go to California. And there was some dude who had been standing on the side of the road in a fucking dead bear costume holding a sign. Well, it was so fucking windy that he just like gave up and he was all pissed off and like kicking the rocks and shit, walking back towards the shop. And I knew what it was. And my boss's surrogate dad knew what it was. And then like, we're sitting there and we're just like, they're like, I wonder what they're advertising. And I said, it's the head shop over there. And he goes, Oh, yep. You're right. And my boss goes, but he's dressed up as a bear. And I was like, yeah, the grateful dead. And she goes, what do bears have to do with the grateful dead? And I was like,
2: the an album cover, right?
1: It's so they had the mascots from, they became a mascot for the grateful dead from an album cover that they did.
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, if I remember rightly, the album was called bears choice.
1: I don't remember the. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was like know. a
2: great. It was like a compilation record. Here, uh, yeah, I'm a bit of a deadhead. I'm not, not really, but um, that yeah, they did like it was like greatest hits volume one. Bear's choice in brackets. Open, open parentheses. Bear's choice. Close parentheses.
1: Like why? Okay, so it's yeah, Bear's choice according to his personal website, the Bear's stride. Uh, are quite obviously those in the style of a stepping band. The design was created to grace the rear cover of the 1973 History of the Grateful Dead, Volume One (Parentheses Bears Choice LP). Yeah,
2: um. Oh God. I'm not. I don't even like the Grateful Dead. So that's fucking points to me for even
1: getting that close. Holy fuck. But like explaining that the Grateful Dead and the the Dead Bears were a thing like she had no idea it was it like it didn't make sense to her and i was like like it the the fact that stoners like the grateful dead is such a pivotal point of the stoner culture and like
2: uh yeah
1: and and you know at like half the stoners that are over the age of 25 have fucking Grateful Dead tapestries, uh, like yeah, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Like, that's a, that's the the thing is they, like it's you it's know, the Grateful Dead bears.
2: You know, it's it's crazy. I've tried many times to get into the Grateful Dead. But I've just not had that moment. And if there was anyone that should like the Grateful Dead, like a whole, like I don't, I don't dislike them. Mm-hmm. I quite like listening to them casually. But if there was anyone that should be, like, obsessed with The Grateful Dead, it's me. And I'm just not.
1: And I feel like a failure. I haven't, um... You know, I've listened to The Grateful Dead, but I'm not, like... I was... I couldn't name you an actual Grateful Dead, like, song track name.
2: Yeah, well, because... And and it's it's a weird one, because they've got one of those back catalogs, right? Where there's so much stuff there... So many compilations, live albums. It's it's like terrifying to try and get involved in the Grateful Dead.
1: Okay. Because
2: because there's just so much there that it's like, where do you even start? And there's no hits. Right. And the thing that always gets me about it is that they just sound way less stoned than their reputation. Mainly.
1: Right. Well, that's... and like
2: I almost wish they sounded more fucking stoned, which is would have probably killed them.
1: To be honest. P- so, probably. Probably. Did not. Well, and they okay, so I do know one song from them by just looking at the name. Touch of Gray. I do know Touch of Gray. Yeah. But I can't I besides that one, I'm looking at a list of their songs right now, just like a handful of them. Oh, and maybe Casey Jones. I think I probably yeah, know Casey,
2: Casey, Casey Jones. Jones. Casey Jones is one of the bigger ones. No, uh but- it's one of the they're one of those bands though where it's like you know, the they, the greatest. If you look on like a poll of the greatest albums, you want to get into the dead. And the great, the, the album they tell you to listen to is like each list is different, and mm-hmm. it'll be like live, live in fucking Wichita, nineteen seventy-two. Right.
1: And you're like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's
2: like how, like how am I, like, how am I meant to know whether live at Wichita? 1972 is better than live at Winterland, Japan, 1974, right? right. And everyone says something different. You should... So I've got Live Dead on LP. Nice. Maybe I'll maybe I'll go and listen to it after the after this recording. Oh. But anyway, this isn't the Grateful Dead podcast, so I reckon there's probably about seventy of them running right now.
1: <laughs> probably. So. Uh, just... <laughs> Dude, there. I'm on Grateful Dead's website right now, and I've just got to say, you can pre-order Grateful Dead Dave's Picks Volume Forty Two.
2: Yeah. So Dave is. Um, I don't. Uh, this is like mad retention brain because I'm not even a Deadhead, but Dave was there. I believe their sound guy who ran their you know did run their mixing board and did their live yeah. sound. And I I guess I know about him because he's quite famous in the kind of production world for creating maybe one of the most visceral live sounds out there. There was so much better live. It's really well documented. There was so much better live than on record. Mm -hmm. And Dave recorded every set straight out of the mix board. Wow. So Dave's picks are literally, so what number do you say
1: they're on? Uh, 42.
2: Yeah, so Dave's picks are literally—he's forty-two times. He's he's just gone through the entire uh, recorded history of their soundboard, like entire tours, and picked out like forty-two shows. Jesus, and just put them online. That's what Dave's picks are.
1: Do and their official. So I'm on their official website, and they have so store archive news dead one hundred and one community, they have an entire forum on their official website that, like, someone posted, it looks like the most recent post was an hour and nine minutes ago.
2: You know, he's, Jerry Garcia's been dead for a heap of time. Right. So that's a, that's a, some fucking legacy, right? They, How could there be that much to say?
1: Do and and
2: less to say?
1: They have a, a fucking podcast where it looks yeah. like they're either playing old fucking, yeah, they're, all it is, the podcast is just audio versions of these, ang- these these old shows.
2: Yeah, so people just go nuts for it. It's like, it's, it's a definite collector's market. It's the Pokemon cards of music.
1: Submit your story for the dead cast. Whoa. Uh, uh, Whoa. Yeah, I just heard the dead yesterday, man. (laughs) Dude, no, like, (laughs) this is insane. Fuck, man. That's, it's it's cool. Like, I think it's really cool, but it's also, like, I can't fucking believe it, man.
2: Yeah, well, you know, they they are grateful, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, dude. Band members. (laughs) There were 10 members of the Grateful Dead.
2: Yeah, that sounds about right.
1: Holy fuck.
2: I'm grateful S- like live alive a way after the fucking had it have it any right to be. Yeah. But you know, if that's what you're into, that's what you're into. I'm not fucking being a hater. You know, and by all means, uh you know, deadcast, please, you know, use that raid shadow legends fucking sponsored wisely.
1: Right. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, dude, that's, but teaching, having to, like, hearkening back to one of our very first guests that we've ever had on the, on the pod, like, explaining yeah. to my boss, like, the Grateful Dead, and explaining to her, like, things of, you know sort of historical like significance and note in like pop culture like yeah. it's just it's fucking wild to have to like
2: oh yeah like the Grateful Dead right yeah <laughs>
1: well, but yeah, the right. Grateful Dead it is such a huge significant thing in like my dad's generation uh, 100% like if I were to call my dad right now first of all it'd be so fucking hysterical because I have a feeling that my dad is probably medicated right now, but right. <laughs> like,
2: so he's perfectly good to talk about the grateful. Day. Oh yeah.
1: But he, he doesn't talk about that kind of stuff very often with, with me. And I think it's just because like I was the baby of the family for a long time. And so like I overheard my dad and, uh, my stepmom's dad they they worked together and they were they talked about smoking a bowl in a trailer they were working <laughs> on and i was young enough and naive enough that i was like how do you smoke a bowl and um uh, <laughs> like um it was one of those things where like now as an adult i'm like so dad how strong are your gummies 600 600 milligram i bet <laughs> uh <laughs> you're not yeah, fucking yeah. around are you dad <laughs> yeah no. yeah, like that's serious
2: yeah, yeah. i know what you used to get, i know what you used to get up to right now so yeah like the my, looks like the jerry garcia's out the bank
1: dude my dad apparently when he was in high school when my mom like around the time my mom met him He was skipping school one day a week to get fucked up in my grandma's basement with a bunch of his buddies. And uh, oftentimes, they'd end up skipping school the next day to recover. I guess there was a lot of pot smoking, a lot of drinking, and some time with some shrooms.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah. One of those.
1: Yeah. So. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So Entering like during
2: the multiverse of madness.
1: Dude, my dad, like, my mom said to me once she goes, Your dad actually has a, a pretty complicated history with recreational drugs like pot and stuff, but also like, you know, you you know, you don't remember this, but dad had a pain pill problem from one of his back surgeries, and I was like, uh, What? What the actual fuck? <laughs> and oh so now God. So now my dad is just this this older dude who you know he lays on the couch or he sits in his recliner and he'll he'll smoke a cigarette and he's watching Sanford and Sons and he he doesn't <laughs> drink beer anymore he drinks water but like I said something to him cuz his birthday was uh yesterday and so I called him and I was like how you doing old man and you know, I'm doing good I'm, feeling really good and i said you sound good and he goes thanks uh, and i said do you feel good enough to put on your cowboy boots and he kind of laughed because my dad <laughs> when i was a kid my dad wore cowboy boots everywhere if that man wasn't wearing cowboy boots he had socks on his feet and that was it um so if my dad would like go out and mow the lawn and he would put on his 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 trainers or his tennis shoes like oh my god it would we made fun of him constantly and he turned a pair of sweatpants into shorts he cut them off but he cut them off not realizing that like laying them flat sure they look long enough but as soon as you you put them on they're shorter than what they look like (laughs) and the fucking pockets of the sweatpants stuck out underneath the cut (laughs) Oh my god! So my dad cut yes. himself a pair of fucking Daisy Duke, so he's wearing a sleeveless T-shirt, fucking oh, that- yes, Daisy Duke sweat sweat shorts and tennis shoes. And this is a man that mm-hmm. wore blue jeans and cowboy boots and a Carhartt uh, baseball cap, and he was in at least two layers almost all the time. And so anytime dad would go like fucking mow the lawn, it was just. Yeah, yeah. We always I'm made a fun of him.
2: Thank you, breaky heart every time he goes. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking awesome. Like like you know, I just wish I had that I wish I had that courage to have that energy, right? And instead I look like a fucking like little dweeb in like my black drain pipes. Like you can tell this dude listened to fucking my chemical romance at art right. school. Right, like, right. And then like now he's like trying to like, you know, look like he reads. Right. Well, my you know, and I'm just like, how lame. I should have been, like, wearing fucking cowboy boots. Like, <laughs> this is the thing. We come from the generation. Anyone wearing cowboy boots has, like, had the discussion of whether or not they should write the name Andy on the fucking soul.
1: Right. Right. Well, that's, I said something. I said, you know, Dad, it was funny. You went to that doctor's appointment the day that I left from visiting. And seeing you in tennis shoes, like, it's just, it's something that's still kind of weird to me. And he goes... I got a, and I said something about, you know, just not seeing you in cowboy boots. And he said, I got a pair around here somewhere. He doesn't get cowboy boots anymore. He gets cheap tennis shoes because his girlfriend's new dog tore apart his brand new cowboy boots that he had gotten.
2: That is
1: so heartbreaking, right? Like, and my dad doesn't buy because he'll wear the same pair of cowboy boots until they are falling apart and you can't super glue them back together anymore. Like my dad, yeah. I get that kind of energy from my dad. <laughs> and, right, 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 right. And and then
2: the, this dog is just like Thanos, snapped them.
1: Oh, dude! So the,
2: the Infinity Bones. Yeah. All right. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry that was, that was absolutely terrible <laughs> And that's the Ginger Talks podcast everybody uh, <laughs> We'll see you next time
1: Thanks guys Oh god mm-hmm. but, yeah,
2: It's not, not the nicest thing I'll ever say about the MC um, <laughs> <nah, nah,
1: laughs> nah, well, My dad now Like He wears tennis shoes and he wears blue jeans And he'll still wear a baseball cap Because he's got that um He's got that receding hairline, uh, that like Vegeta hairline going on, except it's a lot wispier. Like,
2: everything you tell me is such a power move with this <laughs> guy.
1: <laughs> and so but he's also got this little bald patch on the on the back of his head. Like a and so he, he still wears his baseball cap and goatee, and you know, my my dad just does his thing and So the weather is warming up enough now that my dad can go sit on the porch and my dad will sit on the porch with a glass of water, some cigarettes, and he will just observe the nature around him. And that is just my fucking dad. And so now, like, I have memories of my dad, like, on Saturday morning, getting up and like, Putting on the Daisy Dukes and tennis shoes and a sleeveless shirt, and we're frying okra at 10 a.m. like yeah, to get ready for it, lunch.
2: It just sounds like he should have been up for like an Oscar for Power of the Dog. A dude,
1: like, straight <laughs> up. <laughs> my dad just, he's, my dad is a fucking champion and a gem. He, uh, he doesn't, uh, Like, my grandfather, before he died, he was a man that he spoke very little. But when he did speak, it moved mountains. And my dad is turning very much into that. And I love it. Uh, He's just such a chill fucking dude.
2: Yeah, I think, like, guys are just destined to become their fathers at some point. Yeah. Which is, like... Just means I'll never grow up. He's like Peter Pan, that fucking guy. Really? Right, <laughs> like, I don't know. Like like no, not that he I've not noticed the aging process on him, but he's just like you know, he owns a Gene Simmons axe bass. I love that. You know, and that's just the kind of guy he is. He's just like fucking I will get that Gene Simmons axe bass and I will rock it. And he goes up on stage, he plays like local bars. <laughs> and and whenever they play a kiss song he'll go up and he'll get his gene simmons bass out so he's got that level of authenticity oh my god i love it i'm like is that gonna be me <laughs> uh, yes or in all likelihood yes but he's very clean cut my dad
1: oh see i've just sent so there's you no, there's none of that uh so that's I just sent I know this is unfair for the listeners, but I want to hear Druid's reaction because I <sighs> sent him oh, yeah. two pictures that are both of my brother and father together. The top picture is at my wedding, and the bottom picture is at some fucking bowling alley somewhere that my brother had a show.
2: Yeah. So in the top one he looks like he's like at like a German beer garden. Like <laughs> and that's like a wedding. So like props to that. <laughs> And then the second, the bowling alley photo for listeners at home, it looks like fucking Wayne's World.
1: It does.
2: He's like straight up looks like, you know, this is what Wayne would look like right now.
1: <laughs> like. <Not a> shot. <laughs> dude, so my. The, the monkeys fly out of my butt. <laughs> you know? Well, so uh, for those of you who've seen, I mean, on the website, you can see a picture of me, but like people who've seen my streams, they know that I'm. I'm built a little bit larger. I have broader shoulders. I'm a tall woman. Like it it is what it is. And my brother, you saw him on that live stream. My brother is a big fucking dude. Oh yeah. Like my brother. He's rock.
2: He's rocking it, by the way. I
1: do. Yeah. He. But I mean, my brother has always been a big dude. And my dad is about five foot six, maybe. And he's got these little tiny chicken legs, absolutely no butt, and then this beer belly.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, cool. That's you're just describing like, my future right now. Like
1: and so it's looking at like my dad and seeing him slowly turn into my grandfather. It just it makes me so happy because my grandfather was the kind of grandfather that, yeah, he sat in his chair and he rocked it. And, like, he he just would rock back and forth in his chair, and he's, you know, he's got his his chewing tobacco, and, like, that's what he does, and he doesn't say a whole lot, but he lets the kids climb up and down off of his lap, and, you know, run around, and poke him, and prod him, and, you know, like, just having a fucking good time and watching the kids grow, and... that's fantastic. But that top picture at my wedding, my dad is two edibles in. And
2: yeah, I mean, you can see that.
1: Five of those like so we got a keg of beer for my wedding. There were only fifty people at the wedding, and we returned the keg at like a third of the keg left. There was an <laughs> entire case of wine. Only two bottles, three bottles were left of that. And my brother brought three-fifths of liquor, and I had a fifth of liquor that day. And we had champagne. And so that was just, and and half the wedding didn't drink.
2: Right, so then you made up for it with the other half.
1: Right, so... (laughs)
2: Fuck
1: that's so much. My brother is <laughs> probably half a fifth of Fireball and a third a fifth of Jack in, in that top photo.
2: Yeah, and and then he <laughs> sobers up the next morning and turns into Bruce Banner.
1: Dude, it was...
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, oh, the, the other guy was in charge.
1: Dude, it was... Yeah, yeah. It was insane. Like... <laughs> I... I love... I like... Those kinds of pictures are great because I don't have a lot of pictures of my dad. Um But yeah, my that's dad is
2: dad, dad's are so elusive because right. like, dads love to take the photos, right? Which yeah. is why the... all the photos are so badly composed. So you've got like <laughs> ha- you got like half a redwood and like the top of like your like aunt aunt Sandra's fucking head in the pun. Like right. damn, it was a flying ass redwood. You're like, dad, I didn't (laughs) get there was photos of anyone at the wedding, dad. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Except for you, and you look like fucking, your eyes are like piss holes in the
1: snow. Right. Yeah, I, uh, bringing, bringing up my dad has been, like, I haven't laughed this much about my dad in a long time. Because, like. So going home to visit my dad, that was the first time in three years that all four of his kids were together. And there was no fighting, there was no drama, there was no no nothing. Because we, it, it might have been even longer than that. Because my little sister wasn't allowed to come to my wedding. Right. by By her mom. And so like... My dad just sat because I did. I tell you this about uh, the tooth extraction.
2: Yes, you did. Yeah. Okay. So you you've got like members of your family that are like hills have eyes characters. Yeah. What it sounds like
1: dude. It's it's ridiculous. Um, but just watching my dad laugh at the chaos that his four kids cause because we're so different as as adults and even right. my little sister as a she's 14 years old but she acts like a mini adult. She's very mature, she's very, you know, well spoken and but I can make her devolve back into a giggly 14 year old pretty pretty easily, but like we're all so different. My sister's a physical therapist with two kids. My brother has played in bands all of his life and you know, is talking about selling gear and, and and getting rid of a filing cabinet so he can buy an electric drum kit.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. And then you know yeah. you've got me the streamer and then my little sister who won some fucking competition and so got to travel to a historical site on a field trip for free. Like, she like she's just so fucking intelligent. She's gonna be the doctor of the family. And You've got my brother and I being degenerates, and my sister just trying to raise boys to not be assholes. (laughs) Yeah,
2: right. Okay.
1: (laughs) It's just, it's fucking wild. And seeing my dad just kind of like watch and laugh and have a good time, it was.
2: Yeah, that sounds kind of cool.
1: Yeah. Like, my dad will probably never understand how to even listen to the podcast. Um,
2: yeah, 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 all the secrets are safe
1: Right <laughs> So, but
2: yeah That's the beauty of, of Dad's
1: Just like, not of this time <laughs> Right <anyway. laughs> So yeah, it's It's fucking crazy I don't know, I realise that I have Been dominating with, with Storytelling, but
2: No, I think this is what the people want to hear It, uh I wish I just had more to say about my dad apart from the fact that he just he has this like conundrum. Every time he leaves the house where he go, he he'll put on a band t shirt and he'll be like, Am I too old to wear this? <laughs> and I'm like, dude, just fucking go and make yourself happy, man. Right. You know, wear the seventy fifth fucking kiss shirt you bought, you fucking
1: weirdo. Right. Well that's in that second photo, you realise that my dad is wearing a Jack Daniels t shirt. And a Kubota tractor hat, and drinking a Bud Heavy. And my brother I mean,
2: there's, <laughs> like... there's a guy that just knows who he is, right? <laughs> right. You know, which you know, if you can for a second shit on just someone that knows who they are to that uh, to that effect, that like, then I don't want to know you're not a friend of mine, right? So you know that that you know the, the, this dude is like you know you can't see the phone. this dude is a, a full package. Which, yeah. Can you say that, can you say that about yourself, guys at home? I mean, like I know I can't at this point. <laughs> the, and uh, that's the thing about our generations are such like walking contradictions. Currently, right. that just to see a guy fucking drinking out of like a German beer Stein, uh, wearing like a fucking tractor hat and a Jack Daniels shirt—it's like <laughs> fuck. Right. It's where's just, that brand? Where's that brand synergy in the rest of us? <laughs> right.
1: It's it's you know. It, I think that's why I'm very kind of fucking open and honest about who I am. Like, bruh, I'm going to just be me. Like, um, <laughs> my dad has instilled that in me, which is really, really fucking cool. Just embrace who you are. Fuck everybody else.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, my dad's instilled in me a proclivity for being bad at math. <laughs> 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 uh, so I'll, I'll let you guys at home put two and two together on that one, because I sure as fuck can't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, so I guess now that I've taken everybody on a and an down an odd uh, journey through my memory lane. Um,
2: yeah, before we turn this into a three-hour episode. Right. Is. Let's. Uh,
1: <laughs> Why don't we jump into that new segment? Yeah. Okay. So,
2: you know, uh, I'm glad to see after the first drop, uh, that we did get a few more, uh, in dating advice corner. Hell yeah. Uh, so guys, uh, we'll be posting the link again. I am sure, but you can anonymously submit your fucking dating woes to us. And I must say, I love reading them.
1: (laughs) Um,
2: so last time we had a pretty heavy one. There's nothing to that extent. I think to expect that extent every time would be foolish. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to key the music.
1: <laughs> so is
2: where the music goes. Uh, Anonymous says, I found out the girl I've been seeing, uh, parentheses, sleeping with, all right, cool, buddy, for the last few weeks, does OnlyFans. I'm super bummed she didn't tell me, but also don't feel comfortable with it. Am I wrong to let uh, let this be something we can't move past? So the girl he's sleeping with is doing OnlyFans. He's not cool with it. Uh, I'll I'll let you shoot off
1: on this one I guess so the first thing I was going to say is ask yourself are you uncomfortable with her doing OnlyFans because someone else is you know getting off to your woman or is it the thought that she's you know doing sex work or is it a little bit more uh, rooted in the oh man OnlyFans is porn and I can't be with someone who does porn because if that's yeah. the reason, uh, you need to reevaluate some other stuff. Because, like OnlyFans is not like there's a huge section of OnlyFans that has zero nudity. Right. And so
2: I would, yeah, well, I would get the connotation that maybe there is nudity present here. Right. But you know, I hope he's just been a good dude and fucking subscribing, man.
1: Right. Because here's the thing, like if she's doing OnlyFans because it makes her feel good and she feels empowered and it's a way for her to make some money, like, fucking, if you have a problem with it because it's nudity, like, you understand that you're the one that actually gets to sleep with her, right? Right. Like, absolutely.
2: Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, and maybe she'll say like film it and you can like buy a few fucking pina coladas and just forget about your ignorance.
1: I mean, like, like,
2: you know, it's, uh, you know, I get it to an extent. The thing that, the thing that gets me, I mean, not that she has any obligation to you, if, you know, you've so proudly put sleeping with in parentheses here. Right. Uh, that you know if you've just been fucking for like a couple of weeks she has no obligation to fucking sell you her life story right now
1: right and let's be real are you one of those people who's like you've had more than three partners and you're kind of a whore i don't want to talk to you or are you someone who's like hey listen your past is your past like it is what it is like how concerned are you about sexual partners? Like, I mean, the thing yeah. is, is like, yeah. it, there are happily married porn, like people who do porn, whose partners don't do porn. And it all comes down to an understanding. And really it's her body and it's her choice. And if you can't have an adult conversation, if you're going to move forward with a relationship, like stop putting your dick in her and, and go find yeah. someone who, who's more your speed. Yeah. I,
2: and I don't, to be honest, like would the advice go further than that? I don't think it can. Um, you know, uh, we said on the last time, any good relationships built on boundaries and, and, you know, it, just because, you know, we obviously uh, I had sex work advocates uh, from the response that you've heard here mm-hmm. and certainly believe, like, it's her choice completely what she does with that and has no obligation, you know, before she's even met you to not set up that page. Right. Uh, and But every good relationship is built on boundaries. Uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with that infringing on your boundaries. You know, I feel like maybe I was a little bit harsh at first when I read this one. Because you know, it's it's about consent and what you're comfortable
1: with. Right.
2: But if that person is outside the parameters of your comfort zone, then maybe you just need to have a think about maybe going a different way.
1: Yeah, I mean, if, and just
2: being cool with it.
1: If you're, you know, and and I say that as someone who like has been with people who work in the sex work industry, like mm-hmm. it. You may, you can care deeply about a person and you can, you know, you can, you know, love someone in a non-sexual way and still support like their lifestyle or, or anything like that. Like you can do all that stuff and not be sexually active with someone. And if, if them not shutting down their OnlyFans is, is a deal breaker for you, then it's a deal breaker you can still care about the person, mm-hmm. and you can also just go. You know what? I'm gonna step back. I'm gonna step away. I wish you the best. See you later. Like, it, you can be a grown up about it because you're you're doing a grown up activity. Let's be real. I'm grown up through this activity. Yeah. Like, <laughs> be just be a grown up about it. Like, and just have the 100%. conversation. If she won't shut it down and she has her reasons. Then, you know, maybe it's because, time for you to step yeah, away.
2: Shit will get off the pot, yeah. and you know, it's kind of a simple. You know, we can't we can't really talk about this for like hours on end because it's a simple. Yeah. It's a simple response on this, and you know, it's just like the world's changing, man.
1: Mm-hmm. You
2: know, you you gotta get up to speed with that shit now. It's just part like. It, there's so much of a struggle right now, and to think that people are turning to that that you know that kind of thing for income you need to just realize you know a they're grifting but b they're also like gaining autonomy uh by using what they have to make money and not answering to anyone else uh being able to control their own business model there's a lot of attractive features in someone that's able to fucking take charge like that and do and you know be brave bold and just, just fucking, like, come on, man! American Pie was so long ago.
1: <laughs> well, and here's something <laughs> yeah. to think about. Like, I, I want, I want to put it in into this context because, like, as I'm trying to date myself, like, dating people, I have to explain to people that I play video games on the internet when I say streaming. I'm not. Cam girling. I don't have an OnlyFans. I don't take my clothes off and, and, you know, send saucy stuff. And, like, I have to explain that to people and make sure that and there's a connotation behind it. But what is the difference between a girl having an OnlyFans and a girl posting somewhat sexy photos on an Instagram? Yeah. Like... like-
2: one yeah. of them
1: costs money to view and one of them doesn't. Right, yeah. Exactly. Like, correct. correct. So, and as a streamer, I think what I do bears a little bit more in the in the long term, like being vulnerable about stuff on my stream and like being open with my community, oh, yeah. that almost bears more than some chick who Works as a nurse and does a little bit of lingerie shooting on OnlyFans on the side.
2: Yeah, right. Yeah, and I think that's an important distinction as well. I mean, you already said it. I mean, it's not necessarily nudity.
1: Yeah.
2: And and I would I would guess that from from there being an issue, maybe that, that, that there is. But I mean, but even how much if, different? but like also, but like you know, how old are you, man? Like, who get but she got her tits out. And you're like, bro, you know, just just calm down, right? Calm down already, you know. It, it's it's just not that deep, it's especially not if you just like sit and have a think about how the world works. There's right. no there's no emotional connection in that transaction, right? And there's, there's no infidelity, right? If right. we, you know, but whatever, you know the the way we look at relationships is changing. And if that person is just a little bit more with how the times are going than you, you just learn or you, you, you know, there's enough life in you yet to just find someone that's got the same fucking ideas as you. Yeah.
1: So I guess that's my advice. That's my opinion. If Yeah. You, as I say, if you feel like you need to reach out and talk a little bit more personally about it, like this, this is what I'm going to put out here. We've, we've got these listed anonymously so that we can talk about them on on the pod. If you, like, want more personalized advice, like, I'm willing to talk to people about shit that's going on, so send, you know, drop me a line. If you get real creepy, then guess what? I know how to use that block button, but... (laughs)
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, because this, this must be, you know, these must be, this this link has only been sent out to the community, so we must know this person in some way. So if we were a little bit harsh, you know, I'm sorry, you're probably a friend and a listener to the podcast. Right. But, you know, I would say the same thing to you now. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it, you know, if you feel that, also, if you feel that we've been unfair in some way and you feel that we've misjudged what you put in, like, that one message, you know, mm-hmm. the link is still open. You can just say, hey, uh, OnlyFans got here. Uh, shut the fuck up! Like right. this is how it is. Like that's fine. But, um, but yeah, no, I I don't think it's that deep. Uh, you know, I would be okay. Uh, you know, you, I would be okay with it. Mm-hmm. So uh, that I mean, that's all she wrote. Really, on that one. Yeah. You? Yeah. Uh, okay. We've got one more. I'm considering relocating to try and get closer to my online crush. Question mark. It's not a question. Uh straight out of the bat. Sorry. No no like mark, marking these. Um I'm considering relocating to try and get close to my online crush. Crush? They are oblivious, but I think we could really work out. The move is big and would be crossing states. Too much. Feeling very impulsively go hard or go home right now. Oh, so, uh, Okay, so someone's looking to move states to get just to get closer to their online crush. So I'm guessing it's like a Twitch thing, right? Um, probably. <laughs> uh, you know, this is a tough one because like moving your life across on a whim just seems like a really reckless idea to me. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's like that that kind of you know, please. You know, if you're planning this move, please tell me that you speak to this person, and it's not all done it in like chat, right? Yeah. Um, it because
1: so it's like
2: it's a that's a big decision.
1: It is because as someone who did long distance and moved, and I just happened to move closer to like I had already planned my move. And the person I ended up dating, um. Uh, You know, that move put me significantly closer to them, but still at a distance. Like, I've moved impulsively before. And I was couch surfing for March, April, May, June, July, August for six months. It took six months to get into an apartment because of the leasing cycle where I moved to. And it took me three months to find a job yeah like it was it was a struggle like so if you're going to don't move solely for that person
2: yeah cause like, and it, you, for sure for sure because you you know you don't know how that dynamic's gonna work out in real life by right the sounds of it
1: and you need uh, to You need to have things set up so that if that crush never turns into something more from the other person, you have to be secure in what you're doing.
2: Yeah, I mean, you're like you're in a different state. Like (laughs) that—that is like you know, and I don't know the extent of that journey, right? It could be like you know, I'm just crossing the border, but fuck,
1: like it's. It's not an insignificant... Like, any move is is not insignificant. Like, I mean, I have... I have moved with very little. But then the rest of the things involved in the move itself... Like, I moved... When I moved from Ohio to Iowa, I got on a plane flown by Southwest, which means you got two carry-on... Like, a carry-on and a personal item... And two free bags. That's what I moved to Iowa with. And I moved in March. I didn't start getting the rest of my belongings until my mom brought a pickup truck loaded to the brim with more of my stuff in November. You
2: see and you do you know what i wonder if this person knew how uniquely suited you were to answer this question right Right? because because listen to this even the fucking you know without having to worry at the other end you know having your like romantic comedy moment where like jason siegel is waiting for you at the fucking airport right which he's not by the way (laughs) moving fucking sucks you You know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying uh, you know i read a report that said moving, uh, moving like house is the most stressful is more stressful than bereavement.
1: Yeah. It moving is moving and home remodels are the number one thing that triggers the downfall in relationships that end in divorce. Yeah. Moving Um, and home remodeling.
2: So so, um, yeah. So I guess I'm erring on the side of like fucking, you know, get to know this person a little bit. I'm not saying don't follow your fucking dreams, but I'm also right. saying, like, also, you know, there needs to be more there than you've seen this person, like, receive, like, hella bits and playing, like, being goofy on the
1: <laughs> Well, and. <laughs> Before you, like, move your shit over. You've got to know that you are stable and secure no matter where you go, because if it, like, if it were me and. You know, I met a a streamer online who lives in Pennsylvania, but they live out in the middle of nowhere. And um, there's no job prospects for me to be Mm -hmm. able to afford to live where I'm trying to go. Like, if there's not a job prospect for me, like, I'm not going to go. Like, (laughs) because I was talking to a friend of mine. And they it was actually my ex, and where they live, apartments are very cheap. The apartment that I live in now, which costs about 1,400 a month, um, and I share it with, with a roommate. It costs about 1,400 a month. If that apartment were where my if this apartment were where my ex lives, it would only cost about 900 dollars. Right. That's a significant change.
2: Oh, fuck yeah.
1: And, like, it's one of those things where, like, yeah, I could go live there and it's going to be a lot cheaper. But where my ex lives is also fairly conservative. And it's not the best area for me mentally, emotionally. Like, so I'm not, like, I would never move there unless a very specific type of opportunity came up. Right, right. I also don't want to go suddenly up and move to California because right now, with the money that I make, I couldn't afford to live in California.
2: Right, right. So, yeah, don't make that assumption, right?
1: Like, really do your research and look before you make a decision like that because I up and made a decision when I moved to Iowa. Like, yeah, it was a, it, there was a few months of planning involved. But it was right before Thanksgiving. My mom and I got into a fight. And she goes, you don't want to live here? Fine. I'm selling the house, so find a new place to live. And I yeah, went into my room and I went, what the fuck am I going to do? And I was talking to my friend that lived out here in Iowa. And she's just like, you can come stay with me. You can couch surf until you know the lease cycle. We'll get you into a place. My mom and I made up, but she was like, no, I'm for real going to be selling the house. So, you know, just know that this is a thing that's coming. And Mm -hmm. so from Mm -hmm. November to March, I was originally going to fill a car and drive a car. My very first ever long road trip, I was going to move at the same time. And then my car never got fixed so I couldn't drive it so I had to buy a plane ticket. and then suddenly I was packing everything to get stored, which didn't get done and then packing the necessities to bring to Iowa to live until I maybe saw my family again.
2: If you' if you're looking at like moving your whole life across to that extent uh, on, on the whim of someone else, My advice, and this will be like probably the final thing I say on this, actually, is that to be honest, it sounds like you really need to just make sure you've worked on yourself first, and you're going Mm -hmm. like you're going for yourself. Yeah. Because any other reason, it's just a recipe for for a bit of disaster.
1: So you got to make sure that you're going to be okay if nothing evolves
2: from that crush.
1: Oh yeah, hundred percent.
2: It needs to be bettering you. Uh, you know, the classic thing that they say on flights, which is, put the gas mask on yourself. If the plane's in trouble, put the gas mask on yourself before you put it on anyone else. And that should be, you know, I live by that in everything. Like, mm-hmm. look after yourself before you make any big decisions. Just make sure that you're in the right frame of mind. And that you've got yourself like fucking sorted. Yeah. Because you shouldn't be going into things in a chaotic way. Yeah. Especially like, Moving state. they got different fucking laws down there, man.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's... You know, I had a friend who just moved states and didn't realize how quickly he had to change his registration over on his car before they impounded it. Didn't matter that he didn't do anything else wrong if he didn't update his registration and license plates on his car.
2: Yeah, so just spare a thought to yourself... Mm. Are you in the best position? Just do that first, okay? Don't do yeah. anything rash. And again, you know, you need to talk to us about it. You can keep talking to us anonymously and I won't read out, like, secondary messages unless you state that you want it
1: um, Yeah. Um, And if you're desiring to move closer to me because you have a crush on me, just send me a DM and tell me. It's fine.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, Wouldn't it be so great if that was just, like the love of your life just waiting. Right. Right there, you know, I mean, that's how, you know, I thought I'd reach out through the podcast. And like, oh my God, I'm going to marry you. I love the podcast. <laughs> I
1: uh-huh. mean, and, and I laugh because, you know, I mean, it sounds kind of silly, but I mean, I've seen sillier things happen. So, you know,
2: yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just, if that's the case, I'm just glad it wasn't a proposal. Right. <laughs> And uh, sorry, everyone,
1: I'm taken. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Sorry, everybody.
1: So do we have any more uh, anonymously submitted no,
2: questions? No, so there was a third, but I, I think I'll just save
1: that uh, for now. Beautiful. So, yeah,
2: thanks for tuning in to uh, Dating Advice Corner. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm glad that we've, we've uh, added that segment because it's like – it's so funny because people will frequently like friends of mine will drop me messages and just be like I need to talk to you, you got time and I'm like yeah sure and they're like you're so well spoken about these things and I'm like guess me how I know how do you know I have a track record of fucked relationships yeah right <laughs> yeah and so like I I like that we get to uh, we get to do this and it please Feel free to submit your your questions because it's not something that we're, you know, if you're sending us something that's obviously, like, a joke or something, you know, okay, yeah, funny, ha, huh, giggles, but, like, so many people are afraid to reach out and talk to the people that they know um, and ask for advice because they're afraid of judgment, and we're not gonna judge you, we're gonna give you our honest opinions, so...
2: Yeah, especially when we don't know who you are. So, I mean, right. like, really? You know, you're not sure? You need a second opinion? You're too scared to say it? You know, there's a space for you here.
1: Yeah. Fuck it, man.
2: So keep them coming. Yes. Keep them coming.
1: Do we want to shift gears a little bit to our last... Or to, uh, to our other yeah. listener interactive segment?
2: I mean... <sighs> I mean, I'm always ready for this one. So <laughs>
1: let's. do the number of questions that we got makes me giggle so much. Um, uh,
2: so I, was, I wasn't sure if we actually got any because I, I didn't have a chance to check.
1: We got about. Uh, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Um, oh, my, oh my God. <laughs> so listeners came in kind of clutch. Uh, and some of them are. Are a little bit more like open ended or jokey or like, um, like you know, just little, just kind of like one off things, but then there are some that like a little bit more thought and elaboration. So, and that's what I love about the community that is active on submitting questions. Uh,
2: I mean, yeah, and we never run out of a, we never a dull moment.
1: No, no.
0: <laughs>
2: I mean honestly, every fucking time. Right. There's at least there's at least something in there. Uh yeah. I I'm, I always look forward to
1: this part. So I I would typically ask our first question from you know, Red the Abnormal, uh wonderful uh Patreon member, but we know what our mundane superpowers are. Oh
2: boy, do we ever! Well, and and if, I start, <laughs> if I start coming up with any more mundane superpowers, <laughs> then I mean, come on, I'm just basically like your wife, dude.
0: You, so like,
2: I mean, come
1: on. <laughs> uh, I uh, I will say, I I know I said in a previous episode that. Uh, I couldn't remember what my original mundane superpower was. And one of our other patrons, the wonderful lava monster dropped me a text message. Um, and he said, uh, the mundane superpower that I chose originally was the ability to look at someone and let them know right away if you do or do not want to interact with them.
2: Oh, which is fucking great. Right.
1: Like that's such a big brain, fucking mundane superpower.
2: You know, go past you for that one because I, I would genuinely, uh, I would genuinely love to have that, especially in the field that I'm working right now. Right? Right. Because like, I'm always having to talk to people, and to be honest, like uh, it's not always great.
1: <laughs> right. But I mean, like that was some big brain shit that I thought of, and I completely forgot. <laughs> so uh, thank you, Lava, for that reminder. But yeah,
2: this is, you know, cue the music uh, This Is How You Remind Me by Nickelback.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, typically we'd ask mundane superpower, but we don't have, we don't have that. So I'm going to go to the submitted questions that we got, and uh, I'm going to start uh, with one from the lovable ADHD toaster. Um another one of our patrons. Um, and he, I'll, I'll ask this first question cause it's the more serious of the, of the two that he submitted together. Um, okay. So I'm, I'm ready for the discussion. Uh, and the joke one is just absolutely ridiculous. Um, but which would you rather have a billion dollars or wake up in a good mood every day for the rest of your life?
2: Uh, shit. Okay. Uh, well, if I was like a fucking supervillain, I would say that one gives you the other, right? Uh, which I am, so I would choose the billion dollars. No, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that's a difficult one because to not worry about money would be so good. Uh, Why is it that difficult? Just being contented. If you're contented, you don't need the money, right? I. So I don't know. I,
1: I know. My answer, and I'll explain my reasoning, but it makes me sound like a supervillain at first. I'd rather have the billion dollars. Okay. Because if you wake up in a good mood every day for the rest of your life, then every day is the exact fucking same.
2: Oh, yeah. That's really... That's so good,
1: but... I'm a firm fucking believer that you can't have truly good days unless you have some bad days. Yeah.
2: Uh, Can you top that answer? I don't think you can. (laughs) That's the answer to that question, right?
1: Because I could do so many good things with a billion dollars. It'll keep me in in pretty high spirits and good moods most of the time, but...
2: I I mean, you're being kind. They're pretty high spirits.
1: Well, I mean
2: you know what's it like richie rich you've got like a fucking like ballpark in your house right
1: like and i understand the people who are just like nah man give me the good mood every day because it just says you wake up in a good mood it doesn't say that you are perpetually in a good mood
2: yeah 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 that's a good point so like do you want a billion dollars or just to be a morning person right Fuck. <laughs> Which note, and then and then you have to spend the rest of the day knowing that everybody fucking hates you <laughs> in the apartment
1: right like, hey guys
2: i made poach eggs. like dude it's 7 a.m fuck off <laughs> you've taken a billion dollars right one billion dollars it's like fucking dark
1: <laughs> right I guess I'm curious to know, like, would you pick the same or would you good mood, like?
2: Well, I don't know, like you know, fucking. Uh, after hearing your reasoning, I can't with all con- good conscience say the good mood because then I feel like I'm missing out on, you know, serious aspects of life. And then think about, you know, just to further what you said, like if like some terrible shit is happening around you, and then you're just in. A- <laughs> a good mood and everyone's just like come on like do you really want to be that fucking complete asshat while all hell is breaking you loose like right your your significant others palms are g- grasping into the red flesh of the apocalyptic earth and you're just saying i love mondays right right you're just a, you're just a fucking dickhead right so you're, you're just content and mindlessly happy with like having no friends.
1: <laughs> you wake up uh,
2: and you don't have a billion dollars. So what have you got? <laughs> oh, well, I'm happy. Great.
1: You wake up every morning in the fallout shelter and everybody's fucking miserable. And you're walking yeah. through like fucking Toby <laughs> yeah. in Spider-Man three when he's fucking dancing yeah. down the street. <laughs>
2: Yeah, there's, there's, you've like you've like, got a mariachi band that just follows you everywhere. <laughs> In the fallout shelter, everyone's just like, shut the fuck up. Like, there's, there's like Brad on the corner, his hands were falling off. Right. And you're just like, gee, at least it wasn't your good hand. Like, All yeah. feet,
1: no hands. Yeah. Slap on yeah, the back man. and just fucking strutting yeah. away.
2: <laughs> yeah, man. Do the monkey with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no yeah, so i guess you've got to take the billion dollars right, right. there's absolutely no way after this conversation that you know because what we've what we've discerned is that actually being happy for us to stay like an unsustainable amount of time is like actually miserable
1: uh, dude like it's somebody i was talking to somebody and they're like i just want to be fucking happy and i was like do you want to work like go through the real emotions to actually be happy or do you just yeah. want fake happiness and they're like I fucking hate you and I was like Ha-ha!
2: Yeah. you just want fake happiness it's like you know if you want fake happiness just fucking listen to Hootie and the Blowfish for fuck's sake just get out of my life <laughs>
1: If you want to be happy, just listen to Hootie and the Blowfish. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, listen yeah, to you're, fucking you're, Blues you're, Travelers, man, and just yeah, I'll I'll,
2: I'll I'll see you in the pit at Farm Stock Twenty Three, right? <laughs> right. That. God, I love my country. Oh, shut up,
1: dude. <laughs> so I mean, all right. I, I realized that I. <laughs> oh,
2: you, yeah, well, you. You, you know uh, like Uber capitalist response and you're like Well you can't be happy unless you get The money because <laughs> then you'd be too happy <laughs> I'm showing yeah. my true colors <laughs> <laughs> So and That's why you Wake up happy every day because you invest Oh god <laughs>
1: Fuck me man No thanks yeah, um, right. So then Toast followed that up with a Joking question Right. How okay. often do you pee a day? Uh, okay. What,
2: like, <laughs> real answer? Dude, I don't know because it's toaster. It's, yeah, okay. <laughs> like, fucking different every day, bro. These right. liquids get, like, you know, I don't – I'm not a regulator, man. I don't regulate the liquids inside my body at any given time. <laughs> I've already had to take a piss during this recording. I mean, like – is he like a prostate doctor? Is
1: I don't, that what's happening? Well, it, so I think it's because. Well, I the I, I'm gonna clue you guys in that there was a response to that question with another question from Real Andy DeSeal is how often do you think toast peas a day? I can answer that toast peas a lot because that man drinks like mm-hmm. gallons of liquid a day. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and, and you can tell he pees too much because he asked that question in the first right. place. So, like, dude, you know, fucking, I don't know how old Toaster is, but is, if he's old enough to think that, <laughs> that the, the guest question spot was the WebMD search bar, then, you know, <laughs> how often is normal per day? He wants me to say, like, 107. Right. Been, uh, not, you know, go see your doctor, get the finger up your ass and just fucking suck it
1: up. <laughs> <laughs> it just, it's one of those things where it's like, no, I mean, with what this podcast is, <laughs> this question, I just have to throw it out there.
2: <laughs> I, mean, I mean, honestly, yeah. Like if, you know, if I'm at a bar, then I'm pissing like my daily allowance in like two hours.
1: Right.
2: So, like, and you know, until I get that clean stream of urine. <laughs> You know, it's coming It's coming out as holy water
1: by the end of, like, a night out. Right. right? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> just, well, like, that's... Cool. I, you know, I don't... I... It. I've hit an age where, like, my friends are like, can I tell you something that's really personal and really gross for a minute, but I just need to tell someone. And they tell me something really weird and personal and gross... Sometimes I'm just like, bruh, have you talked to your doctor recently? <laughs> or yeah, I'm right. like, no, dude, me too. I think it's just us getting older. And then one of us talks to our doctor and it's like, uh, you need to talk to your doctor right fucking now. <laughs> like Yeah, yeah. My I would watch like cause I always sat in on like the adult conversations when I was a kid. Shocker. Um <laughs> and like hearing those conversations when i'm a kid when i was a kid now that like i'm 30 years old i'm like holy fuck adults were talking about this when i was a kid and i didn't understand now i fucking understand and i hate it
2: yeah
1: yeah <laughs> like, uh <laughs> so i would say to answer your question toast it's a, an amount uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Like, I, I, a lady never tells. <laughs> if it's any more than ten, get the calls going
1: and right. go for toast as well,
2: dude.
1: That's the first time I've been called a lady on my own podcast.
2: <laughs> I mean, like, come on. Well, it had to be from me, the co-host, the right. co-host with the bunch. You know. I don't know what to say. I Googled it. The normal amount is six to seven times a day. I'm guessing I'm somewhere within that bracket. I've never noticed uh, Yeah. It's too much. So uh, it, it, yeah, it's fairly regulated. Thanks for asking. Yeah. Good.
1: <laughs> this has been a yeah. uh, health check with uh, Ginger and Druid. Uh Back to guest questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There we go. So this next one comes from uh, the sweetest bean herself, the wonderful Delilah Rose. Uh, it's great to hear from her. What are you most excited to do this year and in your careers in general?
2: Okay. Um, this year, moving in with Mrs. Knowledge, pretty easy question to answer for me. Hell yeah. Getting out of Druid Towers, growing up a bit, living a bit of that life. Taking, taking my slice of the Apple Man. <laughs> you know, and in my career so it's crazy to think like from when we started i've got a different job right i mean it's a similar job but it's in c- completely different circumstances so I, was, you know really because it's so new i'm just looking forward to just getting more comfortable in that environment mm. i mean i feel like this is a really boring answer to the question so i'm looking into moving in with my girlfriend and uh, doing great <laughs> at my job like you know like, like uh, you know, no matter how much I said I'd take the billion dollars, I'm the happy guy now. Right. <laughs> right. I just can't wait. I can't wait for life, man.
1: Well, I mean, but that's... Uh, no, yeah. That's fair, I'm, though. It's okay to have, you know, uh, be excited about things like that. Because, like... You know,
2: yeah, this is, the, this is the year of giving it good and growing up. You've heard it here first. So, you know... If you're not giving it good all growing up this year, think of me and just do the same. Because <laughs> <laughs> trust me, you know, if you're a, a man of my age, you know, 29, 30 this year, and you've you've not got a skincare routine, maybe now's the time.
1: Mm. You've only got
2: one face, bro.
1: Yeah, I mean, because here's the thing, like... Everybody has, you know, those things that they wanna do and but really the things that people are the most excited about are those, you know, like every I say this and it sounds kind of weird, but um uh like something just kind of mundane. That seems kind of pedestrian. Like those are big things. Like we deal in the content creation space where everything is larger than life and bigger than it needs to be. And getting comfortable in your day job and moving in with your girlfriend. Like those are big steps. And we just don't treat them like big steps anymore. Yeah. So, I'm, so like, yeah. I'm excited for you, man. Like that's
2: thank you. Yeah, this is just like becoming becoming my true self. Yeah, you know. And see, you know, I don't know if you notice, listeners at home. You know, I, I, I'm a, I'm a big child. <laughs> Come on, like, let you know. It's time to, like you know, giving you dating advice. uh You know, as I currently like wallow away in my like fucking Peter Pan den of like the eight million guitars. Like you can't be that person forever. Like right. am I still gonna have guitars? yet? Yeah. Uh but I'm I'm gonna actualize a little, a little bit. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. A little older, a little colder. And how about you, Ginger?
1: I think for me personally, like things that I'm excited to do this year just all the travel I get to do. Like, Mm. I never thought that I would get to travel like I'm able to right now. Like, yeah, I went to Southern California for work. and Like, I've already taken two or three trips this year, and I have one, two, three, four more at least this year. Yeah. I never thought I'd be able to afford to do it let alone have a a network of people who support me, who like, Hey guys, I'm gone for a week and a half or two weeks. I won't talk to you guys really. And knowing that those people are still going to be there and they come back and, you know, we hang out still and we, we talk even though it's not, you know, even though we're hundreds and thousands of miles away from each other. Like that's, Uh, yeah. You know, you
2: know, really embracing the episode of, digital chairs that has become our lives
1: right yeah
2: and like someone comes into the chat it's like norm
1: (laughs) right i mean that's like whenever someone pops into chat it's literally that um you know if it's a regular who hasn't been in for like when you come into chat you know on a a weekday drew it and everybody just like Dude, how the fuck are you? Where you yeah. been? What's been going on? Like what's happening? Like
2: Yeah, and I, I like I disappoint everyone, but like, dude, I'm so fucked up right now. <laughs> no, <that's not laughs> no, but, no. I'm it. I know fucking Valhalla opens wide for me every time I come in.
1: <laughs> but I mean, it's it's like you have it like there's so many people that I know here who are just like, Oh yeah, this is my friend from college. We see each other once maybe every couple of years. But as soon as they walk into the room, it's that, hey, how the fuck are you? Where you been? Like, it's that same thing. Because I never had that experience, really. I've got a few people in my life that are like that, but I don't have people that I see them from across the room for the first time in maybe a decade, and it's just like, hey, holy shit, how the fuck are you? Like, I don't have that. So having that on Twitch and being able to, like – meet people that i care about genuinely and you know getting to have some fun and just really embrace and experience life in a way that i never got a chance to when i was a kid or even in my teens or my early 20s like i'm super fucking stoked for that um
2: can i that's a good answer again you're knocking him out of the park this episode I must say
1: Dude I don't know what my deal is But I'm really um
2: I want the number of whatever therapist Is like you've <laughs> been in touch With in the last like week Because Dude, like, like Uh,
1: I don't fucking know Actually it was a game that I've Played recently that like
2: Look at this
1: Kicked me in the fucking proverbial dick And was just like come on bitch <laughs> You know,
2: and when you're getting that live advice from a game, you know that you're in 2022.
1: Right. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, and it, the second part of that question in my career, uh, my day job, I would like to, because it, since I spoke to Druid last, um, he knew that I, you know, went to California and at this conference, nobody actually, sells and takes payment for anything there. And I sold 30 units of product, which is something that just never happens at this conference. And And That's the thing about drugs, they sell themselves. Right? Um, And we've sold, since I've been back, um, I was sick that entire week uh, after we got back, and we've sold probably another 10 units. Yeah, that's correct contacts that i made with people so like my my professional like day job i want to see um somebody else working with me like i want our company to grow enough to where it's not just the two employee like the two of us it's yeah three or four people because dude this is a lot of fucking work <laughs> yeah and
2: and just to be able to step back yeah And can actually enjoy what you're creating right? yeah. yeah get that
1: Um, as far as streaming goes, I'd like, you know, like there's little stuff, like I want to break a thousand followers and I want to, um, you know, I want to raise some, somewhere sort of close to five figures for charity this year. Um,
2: yeah, of course.
1: I know that not every year is going to be a $25,000 year, but yeah. What I do know is that, you know, my community is fucking insane. So they are like, oh yes, there's a charitable cause that you care about. Take my fucking money. And I'm like,
2: oh, yeah. okay. It's just crazy. Like, where is this all coming from?
1: Yeah. So I mean, I guess that'd be it. Like, but I want to be able to enjoy enjoy what I'm doing and enjoy where I'm going and what's happening and not lose sight of the good shit that's around me because I'm too busy reaching for the stars.
2: Yeah, right. Completely understand that. So... Yeah. She's, done She's done it again.
1: I don't know, man. It's fucking uh, weird, man.
2: It sounds like someone's life is uh, on the right track.
1: <laughs> right, you know? So... Uh speaking of of lives being on the right track uh got another question (laughs) from my uh, favorite segue right uh what achievement uh, so this question comes from adhd toaster as well what achievement would you like to be awarded and he said shoot for the stars oh my god uh like a space oscar Oh <laughs>
2: no! Don't fucking know. Taking it back to space uh,
1: with with toaster there.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm you know getting our like uh, passion wagon and take it up to space. Me and Toast <laughs> on a road to nowhere, uh, and just getting that space, Oscar. Uh, you know, honestly, award like what am I meant to say? Like teacher of the year. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, oh, man. It's, it's, it's an exhausting. achievement It's not I an literally... award
1: It's an achievement
2: Right uh, Which could be
1: an award But it doesn't right. have to be I've
2: never really got I'm trying to think of... I've never really got a, a awards So an award would be nice
1: Okay
2: Just something for the mantelpiece to You know To show Mama Dread yeah. And make that brand, I don't know. Uh, wow. I've got no goals that are that lofty right now. I think, like, my goal has been, like, making my goals a little bit more attainable. Um, because I was a pie the sky guy for so long. Yeah. And when you do that, you just set yourself up for disappointment if you don't achieve it. So uh, I'm going to have to go... Uh, with the small honour of the Space Oscar and just <laughs> keep it there. See, I, I want pe- you know, people across the cosmos to enjoy me in like a, a high drama role that wins um, an alien Steven Spielberg's approval. I want to get slapped <laughs> by fucking alien
1: Will Smith on stage. <laughs> I was honestly surprised you didn't say something about your PhD.
2: Well, that's, that's like, you know, that's so far in the, in the pipeline, so far away that it's just like, I guess I'm still bogged down by the whole year thing as well. So I'm unable at this point to differentiate between one question. and. Mm. uh, I would like to uh, regulate how often I pee in the (laughs) next year.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) So, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I guess like, yeah, PhD would be cool. I mean... with a with a bit of hard work that'll happen. Yeah. But hey, I'll I'll i probably be starting to lose my hair by the time that shit fucking eh.
1: comes
2: comes a knocking. Eh. Uh, so yeah, I feel like, so, I feel like I've really disappointed you with space, Oscar.
1: No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. Because I, I love that answer for you, but I was a little surprised you didn't say something about I was honestly surprised you didn't say something about your PhD because it's something that's you've been talking about almost the entire time I've known you.
2: Yeah. So it, it'll come. It'll come with time. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's not something I like. You know, I don't often put it out there that I'm doing it, like, very readily.
1: Right. Um,
2: just because... You know, if it doesn't happen, and I've been talking about it for years, then I'm just going to look like a fucking dope. But, well, not a dope. Uh, um, I don't want to jinx it. So, yeah. Space Oscar. Space I mean, Oscar. Cause the, the Space Oscar's guaranteed, you see what I mean? Uh, yeah. In the way the PhD is not. Because,
0: yeah.
2: um, you know, my turn as Galactus uh, will make your runs weep. <laughs>
1: Oh God!
2: And and well, we've got to say achievement. I'm gonna guess for you, it's like it's gotta be. It's gotta be a stream one, right?
1: You know, I I feel like that's kind of the kind of the thing. Like, because I'm not gonna get some like international rising star or anything like that. Like, I mean, because I know people who get those kinds of achievements and. It's like, and, and awards and stuff. And it's like, yeah, that's cool. Um, I would like, honestly, I was looking on Tiltify and they have lifetime achievements for the history of your account. And I right. saw people receiving, like, they they got a banner from Tiltify and it had... Uh, they they got little like pins to put on it that's like, you know, you've hit, you know, your, you know, seven and a half K lifetime achievement award. And it's a little pin that you put on your banner. Yeah. Well, I don't have. I like I didn't realize that I didn't have um my address so I didn't ever receive mine and I was like you know man that kind of fucking oh. sucks Boo. Um, but I was looking and they go all the way up to a million dollars raised wow and streaming's crazy right I would love <laughs> to one day see that achievement ticked because then there's nothing else i've I've hit the top of tiltify's like you know achievement recognition thing then it becomes very special recognition kind of stuff
2: yeah i get that and how altruistic just you know i want to help people to the point where i can't help them anymore i can't be decorated anymore that's a lot of girl scout cookies man
1: right i just it's I don't know. It's it's one of those things where, like, I want to be recognized in public as a streamer, like, as someone who, like, you know, maybe has played someone's favorite game or turned them onto a game they never thought about or, you know. Yeah. Like. Yeah, yeah. Because I was talking to someone and they're like, you know, why don't you try to go visit St. Jude's? And I was like, I would love to visit St. Jude's. I would love to film promotional video and and sit down and and talk to some of these kids and these parents to be like hey guys so <laughs> i'm working with St. Jude's and here to explain to you what St. Jude's has done for them is Becky Sue who's here with her daughter an actual cancer patient like
0: yeah.
1: i'd love to have that kind of like clout and ability but i I'm not there yet. Um,
2: Yeah. Get that.
1: So, So like...
2: You know, keep on the righteous path, really. Yeah.
1: And it's funny, because someone asked me once, you know, why I do so much for charity. And it's like, bruh, (laughs) have you listened to me talk about my life at all? (laughs) I was
2: also, also like, bruh, why are you asking that question?
1: Like,
2: (laughs) do you hate giving money to charity or something?
1: Well, it's like Um, they're like, why? You know, you do so much charity work, and like, I do a lot of private charity work that I don't tell anybody about, and it's like I do it because, like, I want I want people to be positively affected because, like, I went through a whole bunch of bullshit in my life. I don't want people having to go through the same bullshit I did. So if I can rally some troops to do some fucking good, then let's do some fucking good. And then we'll proceed to continue to be degenerates afterwards. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you know, yeah, I am a 30 year old woman who fucking drinks and, you know, has orbited Mars a time or two like oh yeah so like I mean it's
2: I can't believe you did all that whilst not listening to the Grateful Dead
1: I know how fucking dare I (laughs) but I mean like you know it's I would like a a little something like that where it's just like hey no you did some fucking dope shit for for charity and your time doing this and yeah Super yeah, nice yeah. and sweet shit.
2: Yeah. I mean, you can tell we've been doing this for nine months. She's got so fucking good at answering these questions. I'm still in disbelief, to be honest with you. Like, I feel like, you know, we, we're we ready to crown you like Miss Iowa after this question se- section.
1: I all don't eat do like, corn.
2: <laughs> yeah, and I, was, I, was, I was just like, all you need to do is like learn how to play the fiddle and like do it whilst hopping on one leg while saying that you advocate for world peace Right, all, all together in one.
1: Right. Well, I've got a let's let, do you want to wrap it on a, a fun question or another serious one?
2: I mean, I'm always going to say fun,
1: uh,
2: but you know, it's a judgment call. If you think the serious question needs to be asked, uh, then we, you know, it, it's it's. I'm, I'm easy. I'll, I'll store
1: I'll, it. I'll store it in the back pocket. How about that?
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, we need like a we need like a philosopher. We need Jack Solomon Smith.
1: For the oh my quest. god, dude, he would love that question. But our final question comes from again the wonderful Delilah Rose. Uh, yeah. Woo. Forks, spoons, sporks, or knives. No other contacts or context. Just choose wisely.
2: Oh, I mean, there's one answer and one answer alone, and that's spork. Okay. Uh, soup and food.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so soup is not. Food?
2: <laughs> no, you know what I mean. Like you know, like I don't know if you've ever tried to pick up soup with your hands, but it's like a fucking fool's errand. Um. <laughs>
1: I just pick up the bowl, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I bet you do, bro. Um <laughs> it's just Yeah. Uh, so you're
2: telling me I've been taking soup out of the pot all wrong, like my scalded hands.
1: No, because then I'll just use the bowl to scoop it out of the pot. Ah, uh, right, right, right. Scoop or give the pot.
2: I'm I'm spork. A, the spork has the
1: versatility. It does.
2: If you choose, if you choose knives, you're fucking on the FBR watch list.
1: Right. So I, I actually thought about this the second it got uh put in the question section of the Discord. um, And my answer is unwavering as my gut answer was. And it is forks. Because I can make many different things into a, a vessel for carrying my liquids for like spoon. You know, for instead oh, of using a spoon. Uh, okay. And okay. I can use other implements to tear my food apart so I don't need a knife. But a fork is such a useful stabby tool that's not a knife.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. All right, Crocodile Dundee. Listen. Um, let's see. Put <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's my logic behind it, and it sounds, it feels so crazy, but it also sounds sort of good.
2: Yeah. Yeah, well, it also sounds like you're saying I like I'm choosing a fork because it's like several knives.
1: I mean, kind of. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's it's like it's like being like Wolverine when every time you try to eat. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, but imagine that with like a rounded edge for that fucking like sauce explosion with every bite.
1: I mean. I guess. I'm just not, I'm not a big soup, uh, soup kind of girl.
2: Yeah. Okay. All right.
1: Even when I was sick, like I didn't make soup or broth. I bought things to make soup and broth and then I couldn't get out of my bed to make the soup. So
2: (laughs) yeah, yeah. So fuck that. And then like, (laughs) You're just door dashing hand food.
1: Uh, right, I mean, like soup, apparently. Uh, uh, apparently, apparently, okay. according to me. Um, <laughs> I, I,
2: you know, I feel like I gave it like the Elon Musk answer. I'm choosing fork because it's like you know, not that I ever spork. Sorry, n- not that I ever use a fucking spork. I, it, uh, I don't know if I've used a spork whilst I've been in like double figures in age. A <laughs> I mean, child's implement.
1: Well, see, a spork is very common in camping here. Right. Like when you get your camping set, yeah, you might get a like a like a barbecue fork or something, but you get like the true like minimalist. I'm camping out of my book bag. Kind of camping, folks. They fucking bring sporks.
2: You know which. You know. Okay, but like. What why is that? Do they like eat the grass is it, or is it because these boiling the bag meals that they get for the camping? I'm and it's I'm, like it's like fucking it's the only way that like your chicken turns into a liquid when you've got that boiling in the bag shit going on.
1: Well and I think it's also like water and things like that. Like I mean as as goofy as it sounds like
2: right. So m- you spork spork. I don't it's like deep purple spork in the water. <laughs>
1: It just like, the the spork is just one of those things because it is a spoon, a fork, and then it usually has a sharp edge for a knife.
2: It's got everything. It's like the Swiss Army. um, Utensil. Oh, yeah. Apparently I'm an English teacher. I
1: I mean, that's just kind of where, like, I mean, it, it makes sense, but I also know me and I will never fucking use the spoon part of the spork. And unless it's you- a metal camping spork fuck plastic sporks because i can't stab anything and pick it up into my mouth with yeah. a regular yeah. fucking sp- like plastic spork very true like
2: you know uh, just look you know that should be a stretch goal uh, <laughs> to
1: watch me eat a steak dinner with a fucking spork
2: yeah exactly yeah, exactly <laughs> Like a filet mignon. I've got some Wagyu. Oh my
1: god. <laughs> so I feel like the answer that she was looking for, it just says, no other contact uh, context, just choose wisely. I feel like the answer she was looking for is spork because it's the three in one, but...
2: I mean, like, yeah, it's the functional answer, but, like, do I use one? No. Right. (laughs) You know, if your, like, cutlery drawer has a fucking spork in it, then I'm just gonna assume that, you know, you'd watch the Teletubbies.
1: I I would almost bet you money that Lila has at least one spork in her house.
2: (laughs) Uh, you know, it's because she's so well-rounded. She is.
1: She's She's a connoisseur of the finer things.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, you know. She's friends with
1: us. I mean, come on.
2: (laughs) Yeah. You know, and we're, we're, you know, us being a little bit older, we're obviously, you know, those, you know, the elders that she can look up to.
1: Yes, yes. (laughs) But,
2: you know, while you,
1: like,
2: fucking try and cut a steak with the sport. I I just want that.
1: (laughs) Oh, I fucking love it. So, yeah, I mean, that's... Uh, I think we've got our answers, and we've, we've we've sussed it out.
2: Yeah, thanks for such a comprehensive round of questions, guys. Yeah. Like, it fucking, I, I was so concerned when... This was the first... You know, we've come up with ideas for segments that obviously we've only... Two have come to the show. Right. And this has been in there since day one, and... Uh, the fear of just being like opening up and not having any in the inbox is so real every week. So thank you so much.
1: Yeah. Especially when I've been uh, shitting the bed on staying on top of things.
2: <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, which is both of us. I mean, like the upload schedule.
1: Whoa. I mean, well, and that's, that's the thing too. I think is people understand that this is a two man operation and we're doing everything. Oh yeah. So like nothing is outsourced. It's just Us, so, and
2: we we you know we're bringing you guys these fucking ridiculous three hour episodes. Right? You try and you record a fucking four and a half hour podcast, guys, on a Thursday and then get it out for Monday.
1: Right? So, no, it seriously, listeners. I hope that you've been enjoying. Just the podcast period, and I hope that you've enjoyed how we've kind of shaken things up so far this season. Because, like, it's nice yeah. to have some of Druid's friends and people that he knows come on and just give us a yeah. different.
2: Yeah, and but you know, you don't like where it's going. Let us know. We you know nobody really readily gives us feedback on this thing. So it'd be if you want to be the first. We will listen. I just want to know what you think, guys. Right. Just or actually, just tell me you love it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe uh, that would be better. Just, just, just keep doing what you're doing. Okay. Sorry. Stop call to action.
1: But I will say uh, you can get in contact with us. Well, I check it. It's it's registered to me, but. Um, our website, you can reach out to us there, um, and you know our socials. that I I have a Discord server for my stream community that we use for for everything podcast related. Um, our Patreon, the merch, like we have all these things, um, and and ways to get uh, ways to get a yeah. hold of us. Just let us know what you think, and you know reviews on, like, Apple Podcasts and shit like that. Just just tell us what you think, guys. We really, really fucking appreciate it. Yeah, 100%. Second that motion. Um, well, cool. I guess this is probably one of the shortest episodes that we have done since we fucking started recording this podcast. Right. <laughs> like
2: is, 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 that, is that actually correct
1: yeah this is one of our uh shortest recordings that we've we've done in months yeah i mean that's true so i hope you guys enjoyed it and we've you know filled your ears with with wonderful goodness um and you know, I I truly love what we're doing here. So
2: look forward to every song.
1: Yes. So, so um. uh, next episode we will have a guest back and in in studio, and I'm I'm interested to see how this one goes. Um. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, anything else you want to say, Druid?
2: Uh, I, no, I've said
1: enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, guys, uh, I guess, uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Ginger talks podcast and, uh, we will talk to you in the next one. Yeah.
0: See you in a week guys. All right. Bye guys.